everybody, welcome back to another spooky episode of Laura Time Podcast. I am once again your humble host, Daniel, joined by my co-host. You boy, Zach. Uh, today we are doing um, a lovely series <laughs> in honor of Halloween. I was trying to think of like books I read as a kid that like no one really talks about that were kind of scary. Yeah. And I distinctly remember this series that they made a movie about, and I was like, wow, like that was a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> but... but I was like, I remember reading these books, and I feel like no one ever really, like, talks about them in the same level that, like, Goosebumps is right. in. And I really, like, I really liked this series, because it was, it was mature, but it was, it was aimed at young adults. And, or, like, young, like, right. 15. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, what is, well, the books are called the Cirque du Freak books, written by Darren O'Shaughnessy. Good name. But he shortens it to Darren Shan. Uh, he's Irish, so that actually played a really big part in the books themselves, because everybody's, like, British or Irish. Or right. A lot of the terminology is different like that, and I was like, that's interesting, like, because I read them as a kid, so I didn't get the whole, like, there could be other places. Right. <laughs> it's not written in the fantasy land, it's written in, this is something, it takes place in, like, Europe, um, there's a lot of European influences. My favorite fantasy land. <laughs> We're all the fantasy, fantasy land. So Tolkien really found his fantasy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> his fantasy land. Um, and I fell in love with this book because it was it dealt with like really mature things. It's a very violent book. Right. People die gruesomely in this. But it had this. But it was told through the eyes of like this kid, and right. you're like, oh, that's cool. And that is cool. And it's his journey of uh, traveling with a freak show. And being a vampire, he becomes a vampire, and you and, and and the vampire twists in and of themselves are a lot more interesting to me. Oh, really? I think. Um, so one of the big things that we're going to talk about uh, first, let me tell you. So it's called the Cirque du Freak books. It is written by Darren Shan, Darren O'Shaughnessy, and there are twelve of them, and they were written from the period of. I can't be that accurate. This says from. <laughs> The 4th of uh, January 2000 to uh, the 31st of March 2004, which feels like a lot for books. That is a lot, unless he was writing them in big chunks and then breaking them into books. I think he might have been, because, so well, the way it's outlined, yeah. and when, as I tell the story, I'm going to talk about, like, oh, we're in the first part. Yeah. And he's divided them in the arcs, uh, or trilogies. Trilog so there's four okay. main trilogies. There's what's known as Vampire Blood. Which is the beginning of Darren, uh, yeah. the character, the titular character named Darren, and his vampire adventures. Uh, the second trilogy is known as Vampire Rights. That's books four through six, and it talks about him just under learning about vampires as a whole, right? And how he fits into that society. Uh, the third trilogy is known as the Vampire Wars. Okay. Um, which is that? That's that's when it really kind of kicks in the mature, yeah, mature territory. And then lastly, uh, the fourth trilogy, which is books nine, ten, ten, eleven, twelve, is Vampire Destiny, and that okay. kind of is the final major the arc. Big, yeah. Um. So the books, I'll tell them in order. Our first one is the Cirque du Freak. Uh, that's what it's known as. The second book is the Vampire's Assistant. The third book is Tunnels of Blood. Hell yeah! The fourth being uh, Vampire Mountain. Cool. Uh, five is The Trials of Death. Okay. Six is The Vampire Prince. Uh, seven is The Hunters of the Dusk. Ooh. As, like I said, once we get these into... Are, the, I like, like how the, edgy these are. Yeah. Eight is Allies of the Night. <laughs> Nine is Killers of the Dawn. 
Oh, yeah. 10 is the Lake of Souls. 11 is the Lord of Shadows. And 12 is the Sons of Destiny. Oh, I hear that a 13-year-old's <laughs> notebook. <laughs> well, it's a 13-year-old's diary. Dang. Were these uh, books successful, like, as far... Well, obviously, there's 13 of them, but, like, were they um, yes, commercially? I, they were. They received good reviews, um, yeah. and they were actually bought by Warner Brothers, but Warner Brothers never made the movie. Oh. And so they gave him back the rights after three years, and then Universal picked it up, which leads to um, the movie Cirque de Freak, the Vampire's Assistant, which was, re- which was released in 2009. October 23rd, 2009. Uh, which what it, it came out to some thoughts, the 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 cast was interesting. So um, so I'll kind of explain. Uh, it's about a boy who becomes bitten by a vampire mm-hmm. and becomes a vampire, and kind of his journey through that. And he uh, his mentor is this man named Larkin Krepsley, who okay. is this like orange haired, like kind of balding vampire. Yeah. Uh, but he wears like this dusty like red suit and stuff like that. And that was vo- that was uh, John C. Riley. Okay, okay. Which I I think because I've I've seen him in like uh, Talladega Nights yeah. and Step Brothers. It's hard to see him in serious. It's like Adam Sandler. It's right? hard to see him in a serious role. Yeah, you see Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems, and you just think of like little Nicky. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, okay. Um, Some Hayek was in it. Okay. Uh, and at the, the the so he works at a freak show. I'm just calling it what what they refer to it as, and she plays the bearded woman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, her name her name is Truska. Truska. She's this Russian lady who can grow a beard. Yeah. Um, I think is Ken Watan Ken Watanabe is in it. Okay. He plays uh, the ringleader of the circuit, the Cirque du Freak. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Mr. Tall, and he's this really tall man with a top hat. Ha ha. Yeah. Um. And then Josh Hutcherson, who we really? just saw in Five Nights at Freddy's. Freddy's. Is a uh, he plays Steve. Steve is Darren's best friend who becomes a villain very fast. So this movie had some juice behind. Yeah, it had it some is, juice yeah. behind it. Uh, but it, but it was it was it didn't do very well because it didn't stay true to like it's a gruesome it's a yeah. gruesome story. So for a really quick example because I haven't talked about the story yet. So in order to like he's like, well, I'm a kid. How do I like run off and be a vampire? And he's like, well, we have to kill you. Mm. And he just, like, yeets him out a window. <laughs> and he, like, breaks his neck. Right. And his parents, like, find him, like, ugh, like, right. dead outside. Like, and that doesn't, they don't, they don't show. They don't go as hard. It's, as it's very twisted, like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, dead like a family guy character. <laughs> just on the ground. Uh, because they're, they're trying to condense, like, three movies. Yeah. I think three books in the one. Like, the first arc. And that's kind of hard to do because each, each arc is... Uh, and that's a unique thing about the book series itself is just, it's his diaries, mm. and so he it's a time jump the, over the course of twelve books. Eighteen years go by. That's actually impressive because he's a vampire. He ages slower than others, so it, it's him. He's still like twelve, but right. he's growing up. In, looking, do the time jumps happen after every third? About no. every third or so, uh, I think. No, actually, no. The first book between the first and second a year goes by. Oh, okay, yeah. And so I'll kind of explain um, how that works really, really fast. Uh, and so let me, th- I'll talk about like what I like about the vampire stuff too. So the vampire, way he writes his vampires are, I think, extremely unique to what was currently, what was going on at that time. Yeah. Um, vampires are not attractive people. They're not beautiful and they don't no. sparkle or anything like that. They're, they're these like salt of the earth, 
like warriors. Yeah. They're this very ancient race, and they're, they're mortal. Right. That's the biggest thing. Apparently, you can break your neck, though, and you'll come, come back. back. But uh, they, if you, like, get run over by, like, a steamroller, you die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The normal ways to die kind of apply. They can be shot. They can be stabbed. Right. They can be... Mute, set on fire. It just slows everything down. Yeah, they're just tougher to kill. Yeah. They're like a giant space marine. Like, yeah. they'll still die. But you have to go with the extra mile. Yeah, they're faster, stronger. They're, like, the religion thing is in the, is in the process. Right, there's, there's no, like, they're, they're not a fear of crosses. There's no, they crossing water, nothing, nothing really like that. They're just normal dudes. Yeah. That, and actually, they can be in the sunlight. Oh, that's cool. Um, They just can't be out for a really long time. They'll, they sunburn. Oh. They sunburn and then they... And then you meet a character who's like, because because the vampires are very traditional, right? And it's about finding the war, the the battle, the battle that they can never win, mm-hmm. kind of thing, and overcoming it. And so for one of them, he's a va- he's what's known as a vampire prince, and they're just like the leaders. Yeah. And his whole thing is he's like, I'm gonna beat the sun, <laughs> and the I'll lot, fight it. I'll no, he's I'll fight it. And so he con- he goes outside for like two three hours a day, just, yeah, and comes back in and like to just kind of like th- he thinks he can build this immune system yeah. up to it. Um, which I think is really funny because they're like because his whole thing is like he's like this wild man yeah and that's another thing too vampires tend to not that a lot of them like don't have technology like Dar- Darren be- and it takes place in the nineties so him being introduced like technology is weird yeah. to them um, they have to fight in martial combat hand hand yeah so guns nah piss like arrows uh-uh. uh it's not it's not even like we don't want to use them it's dishonorable to use, use them. to use anything else there. yeah. Uh, a common thing too, their nails are really tough, so they will use them as knives. Oh, that's like they'll cool. stab each other with their hands. Yeah, like, oh, rip out your Mortal Kombat. Uh. Um, yeah, so their nails get really hard, and they actually have to their their bones essentially harden. Okay, and so he has to, like Darren talks about having to bite his nails to trim them. That's how he trims them because he can only bite them. Yeah, um, human uh, vampires themselves every for every year or every ten years they physically age a year, so that's okay. kind of it. Um, there's a prequel series where Larton Krebsley fights the Nazis. Hell yeah. Because that's how long he's been around. Um, if you're a half vampire, uh, it's for every five years. Okay. So no, even, yeah. Yeah, so I think at the in the last book, he is an adult. He's an adult. He's 18. Yeah. Uh, physically, at that point. Um, so they're, they're, and uh, the, big, the big kicker <laughs> is, is they don't kill people when they drink blood. Oh. It's, it's actually a very big dividing thing. So there's actually a second, uh, uh, like a offshoot race of vampires mm-hmm. called the Vampanese. And they... Bl- and it, it turns into this interesting kind of thing about, like, evil. So when you drink fully from somebody, you actually absorb a bit of their soul. Okay. And vampires are like, we only need a little bit to survive. And so what they'll do is they... So they, they, they'll, they'll use their, like, fingernails yeah. as, like, Spider-Man. So they'll, like, claw their way up buildings. Yeah. So they can't like stick like how how Dracula does, but he they claw in and then they co- they open they like come in through your window. They don't need to be invited, yeah. and they cut you. They they'll like nick you with their fingernail. Yeah, and then they'll drink, and then their spit has healing properties. So they'll spit on your wound, and then uh, and then it heals, and then they'll take off. Oh, okay. So they're they're not out to kill you. No, they're just trying to live. They're yeah, just doing their thing. And so the um. They, uh, the Vampanese don't believe that. They believe that there's honor in absorbing a person's kind of soul mm-hmm. and having it live on in you. And the vampires are like, no, oh, we don't like that. So they agree to, like, part ways. Now, they all kind of, now, Vampanese traditionally are a little stronger because they consume 
blood completely. Mm-hmm. And the way you can tell that they're vampires is they tend to be purple. Oh, okay. Because of all the blood that they're consuming, it's making them purple. That's a neat concept, actually. Mm-hmm. They're like a mosquito. They're, yeah. they're so full of blood that blood they, yeah. they get. And so that's where you tend to find like the, they're the evil ones, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I'll drink from people. and that's what we, that, They're your more traditional boogeyman yeah. vampire uh, in the night kind of things. So that's that's like what's different, and there's and there, it becomes really mystical. There's like a law of magic that exists, but no one really knows how it works. Right. But um, I like I said, I think it's unique. Uh, the Vampanese are also actually much more honorable in combat. They believe in the martial mm-hmm. abilities, and they actually have this agreement of like, I don't fuck with you, you don't fuck with us. We, we just, just yeah, we just leave it alone. And actually, when vampires, so for example, if like a vampire killed. A Vampanese, by law, the Vampanese have the right to kill him, to kill the vampire that killed their clan member. Right. And the vampire's like, well, that's how it works. So they'll just like. They'll just, yeah. Because they're trying to keep a peace. Right. And we have all this written down. We just follow these rules. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the fun part. Um, the other thing is, like I said, it's very hardy. It's martial combat. And I'll kind of get into that more as we, we go mm-hmm. through Darren's, because he's, he's obviously our lens into yeah. it. But let me show you. So on Google. Uh, the the Cirque du Freak first book has a four point seven out of five. That's really good. As a five four point five out of five on Goodreads. That's really good. Which, as you know, if you listen to it, listen to us talk about Goodreads, the uh, the, ins- the insanity, <laughs> the insanity that exists on there, the the Yelp of books, dare we say, um, one thousand five hundred and sixty three reviews uh, at five stars. So sixty two percent. There's a couple one stars which yeah. I think are really interesting, um, but I think it does age really well with it. Let me see, let me see if I can find one that relates to who we who we we are. Oh, okay, I'm gonna do this one because this one has a lot of like dots in the middle, and those oh, are always good because they those go. are always good. So this says okay, okay. Let's just calm down a little. This series is amazing. I've read it three times and it's still good. It's like one of those songs that you can listen to 50 times and it never gets old. Yeah, um, that's a good simile. I don't know what this person is. Oh, called. no. Anyways, I finally got the series for Christmas and I'm very much planning on reading it again, but I piled up on the books that I need to read. And then we're done. Okay. Yeah. Um, someone set, uh, posted a gif of Tangled of her giving a thumbs up. Not a lot. Not a lot, not of, a lot of high level reviews. Here, but not a lot of words. Not a lot of words. Okay, here we go. We got a. This is our one. This is a one star. Okay. I don't know why this series has such a good rating overall from people. I picked up these books at the school libraries, which is actually how I started reading them. Was I found a, them in a library. A nice scholastic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how is this in a public school? In a public element, like elementary school library? <laughs> why? And spent two days finishing off the first four books. I stopped in the middle of book four. For I continued to be disgusted by the monotonous writing and cheesy story of this series. Okay. This first book of the series made a good impression, but, uh, but follows the remaining three books. I found myself in a situation that I'd rather watch some an- I would rather find some animes to watch, which I no longer do as a young adult. Okay, bro. <laughs> I do not recommend this series to anyone who has maturity, for the series has consisted of poor writing, parentheses, elementary level, and extremely dull storyline. I'll prove you wrong, I'll motherfucker. Oh, I no longer watch anime for I am an adult. I know. I also, one of my pet peeves is when people use words like disgusted or something. Like, are we, are are we really? revolting? Or did you just not like it? That's okay. 
I, th- I think a big I think a bit and this is something that I've noticed as I've ventured down mm. the book rabbit hole mm. on like TikTok and stuff like that. Yeah. There's like a weird sense of like pride of, of like I chose not to finish this. Yes. And I don't really understand why. Like you like you can just not like something. Yeah, and that's fine. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. I get it. It didn't vibe with you. That's totally cool. Huh. But like what what like why do we got to write? I didn't finish it. Like I don't know. I I don't know. People. I don't know. But it's people really do like to be like negative about things. Everybody, they, yeah. Everybody likes wants to be the next hot take. Yeah, everyone likes a good hot take. So you just kind of like you just put so much hyperbole on stuff that it kind of loses what you're trying. Because like when you say you're disgusted by it, like really, like <laughs> really, huh? Made really, you really made you recoil. The word, you know, <laughs> like I was watching McCamry Man. Oh like, my god! Oh my god! He's burying him in <laughs> dirt. Is that really what happened, or did you just not like it? That's more like like that's more likely. Like 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 I, I told you about you know a book I just finished reading and I was like I didn't it wasn't like what I thought it was yeah. but I still read it because I was like maybe it, there's a, a twist at the yeah. end that I didn't see coming and it was all a dream and I think you just gotta like unless like it, there's something that happens in that book that you go well, that goes against everything the, I stand for right like I could see people like with Game of Thrones and how like yeah. you, how. You know, you can cross the line there, or yeah. like with some of the darker, like a couple of books I've read. I'm like, whoa, whoa, that came out of someone's thoughts. <laughs> someone wrote this. I feel too with like a lot of discourse. Things are either the greatest thing of all time, or they're just like trash. Yeah, no one, no, there's no solid seven out of ten. Or if you say something seven out of ten, they're like, "Oh, so it sucks." No, no. that's not what that means. A C is what got me degrees. Exactly. I <laughs> am a seven out of ten. Damn it! I'm living the C dream. And it's like, like you said, yeah, like, and I, it, I don't know how to describe it because it's like, because we as anime fans, that's that's all. Oh. It's all anime is. Yeah. It's either it's. Peak or it's mid or it's mid or mid you're an idiot for or, liking mid or mid shouldn't even be an insult. Mid just should just be like, oh, it was okay. Like Five Nights at Freddy's. If yeah. you shout out to anybody who's watched it, and if you like the games, you'll like the movie. Yeah, it was a fun movie. Don't uh, uh, is, uh, no, it was a fun. I don't know. I don't know about your cinematography, <laughs> your art school shots. Matthew Lillard once again, fantastic horror. I love Matthew Lillard. He's he's become like the new like, like like the horror staple of yeah. the night of like the nineties to now kind mm-hmm. of thing. I'm trying to think of like who they always have in like horror movies in the old days, well, like the uh, Vincent Price. Of, Vincent, I guess, but not on that level, I guess. Kind of like, yeah, I kind of like Vincent, like a Vincent Price. Like he always so shows like, up. Yeah, he's yeah. just always there. Like yeah. you could talk about like, um, oh shoot, what's her face from the. The Scream Queen. Oh. Oh, which one? oh uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, just kind of like that Yeah, line. just like a solid, puts in a B-level mm-hmm. performance, and, and you have fun. Yeah, because he was in, I think Scream was his first. Mm-hmm. I was going down a different rabbit hole, but then he was in... Uh, <laughs> Scooby-Doo. He was in Scooby-Doo. He was also in, um, not the Haunted Man. He's in this 13 one. 13 Ghosts? The, uh, I'm sorry, which one? Was it 13 Ghosts? Oh, I think it was 13 Ghosts. He's in that. Um, obviously some of the screen sequels and Yeah. As the evil and various uh, other things, but Well 
Now that we've talked about Matthew Lillard. Yeah, this is Matthew Lillard podcast episode. No, um, also, for really fast, if anybody wants to read it and likes anime, they made a manga version of this. Oh, hell yeah. Did they adapt the whole thing? They did adapt the whole thing. Yes, yeah. they did. And uh, it's it's interesting to see how they adapted some characters. And it's kind of fun because they wrote it in like a 90, they drew it in like a 90, like Astro Boy yeah. kind of style. Oh, that's fun. So that, that is really cool. I like that he's like, well, fuck it, let's... Yeah. Um... So, without further ado, everybody, gather around the fire, and let's let's listen to the tale of Darren Shan, the, uh, first the vampire's assistant, then the vampire prince, then the son of destiny, and his journey as a vampire. So, our story begins in an unnamed town with Darren. Darren has, you know, comes from, is a typical, like, four-parent, four or four-person household, right? right. Brother, si- him, sister, two parents, um... And he starts the book as, like, this is my diaries. Um, and spiders. He re- He's a big spider guy. That's, oh. that's his jam. Uh, him and his best friend, Steve Leonard, who they call Steve Leopard for some bizarre reason. Don't know why. <laughs> Jaguar screams in the distance, puts <laughs> yeah. on sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Um, and so they're there with a couple of their friends. Uh, who one of whom his name is Alan, one is named Tommy. Mm-hmm. These characters will actually play a very big role later. Very, th- this is some One Piece level. Ooh, they all, like, it all locks back in. It all locks. Oh, this is such a One Piece level level Ooh. fucking turnaround. Advertising a Cirque du Freak, and in this world, and I really haven't done the research into like freak shows. Yeah. I know that they're frowned upon, but they're and, oh, they're still like around and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. this in this setting, they're illegal. Yeah, and it's the big like ooh. And so... They're each, illegal? Yeah, they're illegal. Oh! Big frowned upon. You know? And so they only... So the, he, their buddy comes with a flyer, and each flyer you can trade in for two tickets. Right. And they're like, well, how do we do this? And so they all, you know... So Steve is like, I'll pay the most. Cause, and Steve is kind of like... Like, if you're on Boy Meets World... There was, I think it was Eric is his best friend, mm-hmm. and Eric kind of comes from a broken home and is like an adopted. That's kind of Steve's role. He comes from a bad family. He's Kenny from South Park. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. And so Steve put the most money in, so they're like, okay, Steve gets to go, and who gets the last ticket? Yeah. Now everybody's kind of like, well, they're gonna like drawing straws, and Darren hears this like almost like a force, like the Jedi sense. Mm-hmm. He kind of goes like, pull that one, and that tended to be the, the winning, the lucky sure. ticket. Okay. Sure. They go to the show, right? And so, obviously, it's illegal. It's at night. Yeah. They got to sneak out. It's, you know, classic kid shit, right? Right. And he, uh, they go, and everybody has an, a thing. And it's kind of fun. There's, yeah. like, a guy named Alexander Hands, and he runs on his hands. Hands, yeah. Uh, Madame, uh, Madame Tresca, who is the bearded Weird. lady. Uh, there is uh, Evra, who is a snake boy. And so he has actual scales. Like a yeah. snake. He controls a snake. All that stuff. Um, but the big wow of the show is uh, Mr. Krepsley. Mr. Krepsley is this, like, balding orange, like, like flaming orange-haired mm. man in a suit. And he has a, a large, like, a larger-than-a-tarantula si- spider named Madame Octa. Now, Madame Octa can be, he controls Madame Octa with uh, his flute. He right. plays a flute and then, like, dances spider. and stuff. Um, they're like, well, that was awesome. They leave. Uh, he notices Steve disappears. And Steve is actually, he goes back to find, uh, Steve, um, confronting Mr. Krepsley. Mm-hmm. 
And he's going, I know you're a vampire. And let me tell you, my life sucks. I want to be one. So I can just ride off into the so, distance. Yeah. And give, not give a fuck about this place. Um, he says no. And so what uh, Krebsley does, he actually tastes Leonard's blood and mm-hmm. goes like, no, you have like the devil's blood in oh, you. Oh, yeah. He's like, I can taste that you're not a good person at heart and I'm not going to turn somebody who's a vampire into a monster. Right. Like, so Steve's like, I'll get you, bitch. <laughs> upon which, you. upon which, Steve goes, fuck it. We're going to steal his spider. Which they do. Um, and so they know that. And so Steve is like, well, he's a vampire. So we go in the daytime. He'll be asleep in a coffin. Right. So, uh, And so they plan it out. And they... they, they uh, He begins... So Darren begins to train Madame Octa. And he's like, oh, she's cool. I can let her out of the cage. Right. Uh, and he can... He's like, I play... He's even... Steven stole the flute. And... He uh, begins to kind of excommunicate himself from Steve. He's like, oh, Steve and the vampire. He's like doing this weird vampire thing. That's kind of strange. Yeah. But I stole the spider, so... I got a ma- I got magic. So, so vampires are known about. Yes and no. They are, but they're not. Okay. They are, but it's like those like, oh, like you really got to know to know. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so him hearing that Steve has bad blood is kind of... He's like, what is that? What is... What, who are my Ooh, friends uh, with? Yeah. Who is this psycho? Um, and then they're playing, and uh, Darren's younger sister Annie comes into the room, and so while he's like he's showing Steve like, hey, I can control the spider, and so his little sister kicks the, you know, as the little yeah. sisters do, and it scares him, and then he loses control of the the spider, which then bites Steve, and it's like a, a highly poisonous spider, right? So Steve's dying, and he's like, fuck. So Steve, uh, Darren realizes he has to go talk to Mr. Krebsy, and he goes like, "What will you do? What do I need to do for the spider antidote? I need to save my friend." Right. And uh, Krebsy is like, "You have to become my assistant. I sense good in you. I you, think you would be a good." You work for me. Yeah. And uh, so this turns into how you become a vampire. Now, vampires actually don't have like. I know, like, in Twilight, they have a venom. Mm-hmm. This isn't the case. What they do is they take... So, if you've ever looked, noticed your fingers and at the tips, they, they tend to be a little thicker. Yeah. Or fleshier. Mm-hmm. So, what they'll do is they'll take their nails and they'll stab your... They'll stab their own, like, fingertips and yeah. then stab yours. And then, basically, they put, like, their hands on top of yours. Yeah. Fingertips. And then they just let the blood transfer. Oh! That way. That's interesting. It's a very, like... Yeah, so that's how they do it. Blood transfusion. It's very interesting. Everything revolves around their hands. Yeah, it's a big like their hands are very important to them. Yeah, but and not like in a weird one piece like Sanji way. No, but like, like yeah, it's very martial. It's very like salt. Like I said, they're very salt of the earth, earth. like old school. And there's other ways to do it. You can like do you can do through mm. blood transfusions, but for them, this is like it's ceremonious. Yeah. And so he's able to save him, and he's like, "Well, we're gonna have to." You're gonna have to like get rid of like you're gonna have to be free, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, how are we gonna do that?" And he's like, well, "We have to die," and it's 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 actually kind of this really dark dark segment because he gives him this this paralytic potion, mm-hmm. he throws him out to his second store window, that his parents find him, and he's like, "I'm conscious," so he's like, "I can hear everything." Yeah. So he hears his parents crying. He hears his sister like shaking him yeah. and telling him to wake up. That would be awful. Oh my god! That would be traumatic. He's like, I remember being. He's like, I heard myself get buried. Yeah. Oh. Oh, McCammy Manor wishes. 
And so, um, so meanwhile, so after he digs up, so Mr. Cups comes back, mm. digs him up. He goes, "Welcome to the land of welcome to welcome to hell, motherfucker." And then Steve shows up and he's like, I know who you, you're a vampire. You did this to fuck me yeah, over. I th- wanted to be a vampire. Yeah, no, he literally does like an Anakin. Like, you turned her against me. Like, oh, Steve, calm down. And he's like, I'll kill you, Darren. I swear to fucking God, I will. As he's like walking away and the finger pointing, I'll get you. You're like, what did I do? He's like, you took it away from me. And he was like, it was my my birthright to be a vampire. How dare, dare you? you? You and, they call him Creepy Krepsley. Yeah. You plotted against me. So Steve was not right. No, Steve. No. Steve swore like an unending blood feud against Darren. No, fuck you. I'll hate you forever. And he's like, fuck. And so Krebs is like, welcome w- welcome to the club. Welcome to hell. Basically. So we then end up in The Vampire's Assistant, which is the second book of the series. Mm-hmm. Darren uh, has been working as an assistant and helping like around the, the freak show. Yeah. And he ends up being very good friends with a, a snake boy who I mentioned. His name is Evra Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as they travel, uh, they, they then meet a normal boy whose name is Sam. Okay. Sam Grist. Uh and he's kind of wandering around. They go, mm-hmm. "Hey, like," and that's the thing for Darren is that everybody's an adult, so for him to find kids his age is is a big deal. So that's yeah. why him having Ever there is great. He just and he meets this human boy, and now like, and then they end up meeting. Uh, so they're all kind of walking around, right? When you're mm-hmm. in your free time, and he's like, "I'm a half vampire. Who's gonna kill me?" And that's the thing: vamp- half vampires are immune to the sun, right? So they can walk around in daylight. So they tend to be assistants for the vampires because they can't be on the daylight. Yeah. And they meet this hobo <laughs> named RV. Short for Reggie Veggie. Swear Reggie to God. Reggie Veggie. Reggie Veggie. He is a self-titled eco-warrior wanting to, like, save the planet. And uh, so then Darren's like, hey, you guys should come to the next performance. Yeah. Like, it'll be sick. You guys will know me. And now we'll, we'll go what's up. Um, however, during all of this, Darren is still refusing to drink blood. He's like, and it's interesting that like for a lot of people, drinking blood is what. Yeah, yeah pushes. Oh, them it's off. my humanity. Like, okay, you get all this other cool shit. Just, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> and that's the thing is that it. I feel like so you don't have many, to kill people. Yeah, I yeah. feel like so many times in vampires, I'm like, just bring it, drink it out of a blood pack. Fuck right, it. Right. This isn't like. Like your Tokyo Ghoul dilemma, I get. Yeah, how do I eat people? Right, but this is like, well, you just kind of yeah, there's blood banks. Yeah, and... there's all kinds of stuff. You just gotta and like I think I think they kind of Krebsy mentions like some people have friends that they just know that they exist and they're like and they hey, just, yeah. like, get a little bit and they're like, all right, cool, and that's yeah. kind of it. So he's like, ooh, and like he's getting really tired. And RV is at this event, right? And he's an eco warrior, and they mm. have a wolf man there. Yeah, and RV goes. That's not right. And he talks like, that's not right, bro. I was like, oh, Save no. the planet. Like, it looks like he's at a Grateful Dead concert. Yeah. And so he tries to release said oh, wolf man. no. And this wolf man is more wolf than man. man. And Darren tries to stop him. Um, but the wolf man escapes and then rips off RV's hands. Oh, no. And RV blames Darren. Bro, that's not right. Poor Darren, bro. <laughs> Doing nothing and getting blamed. Um, Sam, the Wolfman runs off. Darren's about to have another bad moment. The Wolfman is eating his friend. No! Sam. Sam's dying. Like, literally, like, it shows that he talks about, like, the Wolfman's, like, r- ripping his innards out and shit. And he's just, like, lying there, dying. 
<laughs> Sam, no! Dad, Darren's not... This is not fun. Get up, Trey. <laughs> um, and so... Actually, no, that's not what happens. So the, he, he's actually... I jumped ahead. He's able to save Sam mm-hmm. at that moment, but because he hasn't been drinking vampire blood, he's tired and yeah. he is able to be knocked unconscious by the wolfman. Um... And then he wakes up to the wolfman eating Sam. <laughs> and so Mr. Krebsley finds them. And that's kind of his thing. Is Mr. Krebsley's like, I, well, I've never dealt with a kid before like this. And mm-hmm. he's been alive for a, several, about 150 years. Yeah. And, you know, he, it's, a, they're like, it's, like, it's like an Anakin-Obi-Wan thing. Like, how do I deal with right. being a, a dad, so to right. speak? And so Mr. Krebsley is like, they knock him out. They stop the wolfman. And there's these little dudes called the little people. Now think of like 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 the who the guys that steal the take metal the tech shit from Jawas. They're like Jawas. Oh, I was gonna say the borrowers. <laughs> like the Jawas, or they're like uh, like the little people in uh, Spaceballs. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they wear these like hoods, and you don't see what they look like. Okay. But they, they clean up after the performances. Right. They feed everything. They're kind of like these like un- unspeaking people. Okay. And you, the people try and talk to them, and they just don't, don't talk. They just don't, yeah. They don't engage. No, they don't engage. But they're just, like, like little, like children. Yeah. And uh, so they come, and they take the wolfman back. And Mr. Krebsley tells Darren, like, he's like, my friend! And Darren and Mr. Krebsley's like, well, if you fin- like if you drink the rest of him and take him and kill him, essentially, um, you, you'll con- you'll save a part of him inside of you. And it's kind of this noble moment. Where yeah. And Sam's like, do it. I know, like, it's just let me go. Yeah. And one of the things about Sam is that he liked to eat pickled onions. Help. He was a weird kid. I like onions. Uh, and so the irony of it is, is that he, after drinking his blood, he then develops a taste for pickled onions. I like that. That's clever. Yeah, it's like this, like, oh, like, and that's what I mean. Like, yeah. like a part of him lives on in Darren. And that's how that book ends. <laughs> Not a good start for Darren. No, Darren's going through it. We then lead to tunnels of blood. My God. So one day, it's about a year after the vampire's yeah. assistant. So we're about a year and a half into Darren's travels mm-hmm. as a as a vampire. Um, they're traveling. So Mister Krebsley's like, we got to go to this city. Like, get your bag. We're going. Right. I've been allowed special leave of the circus. And they're like, why? He's like, something's going... We're going to go back to where I lived. And he's like, you can bring Evra, your snake friend. Yeah. He's like, okay. He's like... And that's Krebsley's thing. Is he doesn't really talk. To, there's no communication. He's like, where are we going? I'm, you're my assistant. Shut up. Listen. We're going to go he's, do these things. But like, well, what's yeah. going on? And so they show up. And uh, obviously he's a vampire, but yeah. money's not an issue. So they're staying in this hotel. And every night, Mr. Krebsley goes out. And they begin to uh, watch... The, they're watching the news. They're like watching cartoons. Right. Being kids. And they discover that there was a, uh, a news report saying that there were human bodies found in a basement. This is this is a book aimed at like 12... I was going to say, this is wild for a kid's <laughs> book. It drained of all their blood. And so Darren and Everett... Because Darren doesn't understand the vampire thing yet. Yeah. He doesn't understand that we take a little bit. And so he's like, oh my god, my mentor is a monster. So he's like, oh! And they are gonna, they're going to track him. Um, and they begin to slowly track him, and he he like tries to save this man, and Mr. Krebsley shows up, and he's like, "You idiot! You fucked up my plans." Yeah. And he's like, "You were gonna kill that man." <laughs> he's like, "No, I was following him because there's a, what's known as the Vampanese, yeah, and it's hunting people, and like well, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna stop, stop it. it." 
And he's kind of like, what's the big deal? So this was Mr. Krebs' original home. Mm. It was, was his home as a human. And he talks about, like, I've ha- I have this weird connection to it. Yeah. It's like, it's, even though he's like, every, I think he's, he mentions, like, even though everybody I, I love is dead. They're, they're, their children have had ten children, and in a way, I'm like their protector. Yeah, like the spirit protector of this town. And yeah, like this guy's fucking on my turf, turf and I'm gonna get him. And he's this vampanese named Merlot. Big. And uh, so he's like, "Well, like you need to communicate with me." He's like, "Okay, I'll let you into my plans, and we can kind of work together." He's like, "I'm your assistant. I can walk around in the daytime." And so during the day, Darren, he's like, "I'll let you guys out in the daytime. You guys can go walk around." And Darren meets a girl named Debbie. Debbie. And Debbie and uh, Darren hit it off real fast. Oh. And uh, he begins to, like, they, they date. They become mm-hmm. boyfriend and girlfriend. And he, like, meets her family. Uh, and he kind of realizes what he's missing as a as a vampire. Half yeah. vampire. He doesn't get, like, it's around Christmas time. And they're like, oh, you know, we're, they're warm and inviting and... And he's like, oh, like, that's so wonderful I haven't. I wish I had a family. I wish my family still loved me. And I mean, they still do. They just think he's dead. Right. And uh, while he's out on a hot date, uh, Merlot kidnaps Evra. Because, again, remember, vampires don't need a right. knock-knock on the door. And he and you discover that he was in hunting people through the sewers. That's how he was getting around. Oh, okay. Hence, tunnels of blood. Right. And... Uh, the... Darren, uh, he's like, okay. And so Merlot, like... Hello! Uh, yeah. Hey, was his name Tommy or whatever from It? When yeah. he's like talking to him. Hey, Georgie? He's like, hey, Georgie! <laughs> and he tells uh, Darren after leaving uh, Debbie's, he's like, you give me the girl, I'll give you your friend back. Right. And uh, he's like, okay. And obviously he tells Mr. Krebsley, it's a trap. Mm-hmm. Merlot falls for it. Merlot gets... <laughs> and that's how Krebsley fights. So he fights with his hands. Yeah. So he makes like, like knife hands and he fights, fights. with his... And he can, like, punch through people. Yeah. He's, like... Yeah, I think he, like, Very punches adamant, yeah. through his chest with his hand. I can see the, the manga panels uh, now. You're like, whoa! Yeah. And, uh, He then kills... He, so he kills uh, Merlo. And then he's like, we have to leave. He's like, we're on the run. He's like, why? And he's like, well, we killed the Vampanese. Yeah. The Vampanese now have a blood right to kill us because we, we killed, killed a member of their, their clan. Fair. And the, he's like, and the vampire's not going to save us. Yeah, yeah, we're on our own. So we need to go. <laughs> and he tells Darren, you need to understand, you'll probably never see Debbie again. Mm-hmm. You, like, he's like, like, and that's the thing that's common among vampires, yeah. is they'll have fleeting loves. And then, but you, oh, live, but you live so much longer. Brandy, yeah. you're a fine girl. Live. Right. My true love is the sea. <laughs> oh, boy. I must go. <laughs> and uh, it ends very sweet. And it's cool because, like, I remember reading this at 13. And I think it was around the time I... Because in this book, he kisses Debbie. And it's like, he talks about his first kiss. And I remember, like, it kind of hit that. Like, I remember my first kiss. Yeah. Uh, kind of shit. And so it's Christmas and he leaves her a tree. And uh, he uh, decorates it. So he sneaks into their house, decorates it, and then, like, leaves a note That's saying, like, Christmas, Merry Christmas. Yeah. And uh, he... Sees her sleeping, and then that's what he goes. He goes off into the cold morning and goes on as a man uh, who can have no home. Upon which, also shout out to Debbie. Her last name is Hemlock. Debbie Hemlock, good name. Yeah, that is a good name. That's a good vampire name. Which then leads us to Vampire Mountain. Now, it is, again, it's, it's been some time. 
uh, since this. They kind of, he really he kind of just goes like, "Well, time is a construct." And you're yeah. like, "Okay." Um, and you discover that there was a gathering of the vampires, much like the gathering so we, of the juggalos. A lot of whoop whoops Whoops. happening, and, and so part of the journey though is you have to manually go there. It's a place that no car, no train, no airplane can take you. So, like, they drive there. Like, mm-hmm. they hitchhike. But eventually, you have... No, actually, you're not supposed to. That's part of the... The, the, the like... Not the journey. I guess the journey yeah, of appreciating that you guys have a home right. is, like, walking to it. But the thing is that vampires can move faster than, like, human vision. So they do what... They call it flitting. Okay. And so only full vampires can do it. Okay. So he, like, grabs Darren and, like... And then, like, crappy flash running. Hold on, little spider monkey. And so, it's every 12 years. And that they go to meet. Um, And and so, he's like, well... And there's a man who shows up. Now, there's a man I haven't talked about. His name is Desmond Tiny. And every, as a joke, calls him Destiny. Mr. Destiny. Destiny. Right? And he loves to sow chaos, and he he's very what if, what if, what if I did this? What happens? Yeah. And he has this watch in the shape of a beating human heart, and it glows when he uses his powers, and he's very like terrifying. Yeah. But he'll like to show up and like, what's going on over here? Uh. And so he said he so he tries to like talk to Darren a little bit, and Darren's like, no, stranger danger. But he's like, no, you should take my little people. So he creates the little people. people. For the, for the circus. He's like, I take a couple of them as, like, guardians. Yeah. And, you know, we'll, we'll, and, and you know, who need, doesn't need bodyguards, right? And they're like, okay, fine. Along the way. Uh, so, actually, one of them has a name. And Darren isn't aware that they had names. Right. He's like, that's strange. And his name is Harkat Mulds. He's so they look like these stumpy little like gray goombas. Okay. So they pull their hair. They have like this mouth of no lips. So no facial feet. No like facial features. No eyelids. But they have these like like Mountain Dew green eyes, like uh, irises, and a mouthful like razor teeth. I'll be honest. They sound haunting. They do sound haunting, and I can Mm -hmm. find a picture of them that I'll show later. Um, And so he can he can speak. Okay. Which is also wild for them. Right. And he talks kind of... It's difficult for him to talk. So yeah. So he talk, He has to breathe a lot. Uh, and so in the book, it's very big gaps in his words. Oh, uh, that's cool. So he'll say like two words. Deep breathing. Deep breathing. <laughs> and, then, and along the way, they meet a man uh, named Gavner Pearl. Okay. Now, what you discover is that va- uh, Gavner is what's known as a vampire general. And so you so the, introduces the hierarchy of the vampires. You have the princes, mm-hmm. and they are the three rulers of the vampire right. world. And then you have the generals, who are kind of like lieutenants, yeah. obvious, generals, right. so to speak. So in times of war, mm-hmm. they will kind of... And they're, they, they've done trials to earn their rights right to, to be, be there. Um, and so they have a way station. And there's a way station where vampires, like, they know where to meet. And they're like, hey, you know, hey, Billy. Yeah. Much like a good old homecoming. Says, yeah. Oh, you son of a bitch. Class, uh, yeah. Class of 87. Oh, uh, yeah. shit, yeah. Good firm handshake. Um, while they're there, though, uh, they just find two broken coffins. And uh, the coffin thing, it's not a requirement, but it makes, they like the snugness. Mm-hmm. So it's like a so he's like we sleep in beds we'll yeah. sleep on the we'll sleep on the ground but he's like so Krebsley has an affinity for coffins. coffins 
And he's like, oh, it's nice. It's snug. Yeah. Don't have to turn. <laughs> and vampire blood. And so everybody's like, what's happening? So there's like somebody po- like trying to creep, like trap us as we're coming to the mountain. What's happening? Right. Um, and you discover that there is a dude who shows up and nearly kills them. Uh, and then you discover so they kill. It's like a dude who just shows up and tries to hunt them. And they're like that's strange. Nobody should know our way, right? Path, our path to the, the mountain. And then Darren in, uh, encounters a bear. Now this bear has either eaten or consumed Vampanese blood. Oh, and it has driven him ma- the bear mad. So cocaine bear. That's actually a really cool concept, though. So they're yeah. So what they what they do? So I think it's Vampanese is that that that. Uh, they can't eat because vampires. What they do is when they die, mm-hmm. if they are taken to the mountain, and then they have like a waterfall that they just like kind of huck them down. Yeah, and it's and it ends up in this river. And the reason why is because that we give back to the environment, right? Kind of thing. So I think vampires' blood is toxic to them, and it kills it. Yeah. Well, so he has to fight this bear. Darren's like, I gotta fight this bear. Right. And he just encounters a pack of wolves, and one's name's like he ends up naming them because yeah. he discovered that wolves are cousins of vampires. Of vampires, sorry. so they have this like affinity to them. Um, and as he's about to die, Harkat just comes out of nowhere, like and, like kills it, and then he starts to talk. And that's the first. He's the first little person that can talk. Exactly. And he goes, "I have a message about what is known as the Vampanese Lord." Okay. Okay. So they. Again, it's imagine Bear grills, but you're trying to get up, like, the Himalayans without... Right. With the, with the... Yeah. And so they finally arrive. And they meet... And uh, Darren begins to see that Krepsley was actually a general at one point. He's, he was a former vampire general who was on his way to be a prince. And, yeah. But he turned down... He just like, I just want to go. I'm a man who just needs to be left alone. alone. And he meets a woman named Era Sales. And, and he uh, discovers that they were... She was the mate... Of Mr. Krebsley. And now mating is much more... It's not so much romance as so much as a companionship. Right. And you agree on, like, a term of years. And then, okay. Um, and then after, like, five, six... You know, whatever your term is, you, yeah. you still want to do this? And then you decide yes or no. Yes, and, and if you know, you just part ways and... Because they can't yeah. procreate normally. No, oh yeah, no. The They explained that. Vampires yeah. can't have babies. Yeah. Um, because, it, in their words, it freezes the fluids... Oh, not the fluids. Yeah, so they don't know how... They've never been able to procreate naturally. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, and it's actually a crime to... Try. To well, have children... To uh, have kids be vampires. Oh, okay. Because of the... Like, we've, we've seen in other vampire things, the cost of being a vampire. Right, People so need to I, know what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, you discover a man known as Vanez Blaine, and he was Krebsley's former mentor, who is, like, the fight... He's, like, the quartermaster for right. them. And then Seba Nile, who is also Mr. Krebsley's friend, who is the quartermaster of the mountain. And a man named Curtis Small. Curtis Small is a soon-to-be vampire prince, to be elevated. And Curtis has some thoughts. Curtis believes that there can actually be peace between two vampire races. He's like, what's the point of us doing this? And vampires don't like this pacifism. Right, that he's trying to peddle. Yeah. So he's very much the guy who's like, what if we didn't fight? What if we didn't have to just... Beat the we shit out of each, each other. other. What if we were friends? And the vampire's like, what if we weren't bitches? Curta, get the fuck out of here. But because of like the work that he's done, it, he's considered... Mm-hmm. He's like, well, he's he's the diplomat right. of the group. Um, so, even though Darren's a half-vampire, 
the vampire princes need to prove that Darren is worthy of being one. And he has to undergo the trials. The trials of initiation. The price of failure is death. Um, either you do the trial and you die. Right. Or you quit and we kill you. Either or. Which, which, what they do is they put you in a steel cage. And they drop you in a pit of stakes. Until you, and then they'll pull you back up. You're still alive, and they do it again. There's got to be a more efficient way. (laughs) No, you must learn. Learn. And you discover that the three other uh, princes are Mika Verleth, Paris Skyle, and a man named Arrow. And Arrow, spoilers, has an arrow on his head. (laughs) This is like like he has a tattooed arrow on his head. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Paris Skyle is the oldest vampire at 800 years old. Okay. And he's unique because he turned into a vampire at the age of two. Okay. Big crime. Um, but he is, in this world, he's the inspiration for Dracula. Oh, okay. He was friends with Bram Stoker. Okay. And was like, and so he told Bram Stoker, I'm a vampire. Okay. And so they kind of created the Dracula story. story. That's that's the fun little ditty right there for him. Um, now the next book, Trials of Death, is, as you can imagine... A trial of death? About trials. And so what you do is you go up... You rub your hands together, you put your hand in a bag, and you pull out a number. The number re- correlates to a trial you have to do, and it can be as easy as, like, fighting something, yeah. or it can be as difficult as, well, he gets the difficult ones, um, and you're given, like, a second who can, like, come talk to you and go, like, hey, you know, right. like, let's put in our champ, you're gonna have lightning and fart thunder, thunder, yeah. Um... And only then will be he be considered a true member of the clan. And most vampires, you don't have to do them. Yeah. Like, like most vampires do them to prove that they belong. Right. They're a very, and that's Curtis thing. He's like, we're so fucking barbaric and like, I gotta prove I'm tough. Right. Instead <laughs> of just being tough. Yeah. Like, I got these like, external nails. Yeah. <laughs> oh, go right inside. Oh, I'm so sorry. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. And uh, so, so he pulls it. And he, his first task is the aquatic maze. He must go through a maze that is slowly filling up with water. Now he has to drag a heavy rock with him. And so what they do is they actually do it based off of your weight. Yeah. So you get a rock that's half your weight, and you gotta drag it with you. Okay. And he's able to by the ooh, like by the skin of his teeth get out. Get out of. And so his whole thing, I think his strategy was like letting the water pull him up, and then he would swim with it. Oh, smart. But his problem was that the rock would get caught on corners, mm. and then he would like have to swim back, get it, and then. And so he was like, "What if I carry it?" Smart, but that's also heavy, so it's like fuck. And uh, his second task is what is the path of needles. <laughs> now this one's kind of wild. So the idea is you have to go through an area with sharp stalagmites and falling stalactites, and there's a difference between the two. But what essentially is that these stalagmites aren't just sharp. They're like kind of like, imagine running your hand on glass. Oh, so like jagged. All, all of these stalactites and stalagmites are jagged. Mm. And he has to weave his way through. And he has to climb. It's not just like I can walk through and go, ooh. Right. He has to like put his feet and like climb through these things. Oh, that's wild. And I, like literally it ends with him like his hands are tore up. His feet are gone. Yeah. Like, He's just shredded his body, essentially. Right. And so he's given time. You're given a couple days to kind of heal. And because mm-hmm. he's a half vampire, he doesn't heal as fast. So he's like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? When you got yeah. to play football uh, after a couple weeks. You got to take some Advil. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
And that's the thing. And so Sebanile and Vanis Blaine and all these Krebsy's friends are like, hey, we got you. Like, we'll teach you, like, how to kind of do it. And so that's what he does. Yeah. As he begins to kind of train under them. And uh, I think at the beginning, Arisales, like, ha- fights him. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, she's a girl. And she, you oh, I can't out. fight a girl. And she's been fighting for years. Yeah. And so they fight on, like, like timber. And, right. You know I mean? And, uh... The, the third trial is known as the Hall of Flames. So you stand in this room, and there's all these pipes aimed at you. Mm-hmm. And they basically shoot fire at you. Right. Now, it can be... And so the, his thought was, is, well, I can you can hear, like, the rumbling of the gas and oh, stuff. To dodge. So I can dodge it. But after... And then eventually, like, you know, my, like, much like a good Mario or Zelda game. They, they all start coming. Yeah. yeah. So he's like... And it, it fucks him. He gets out, like... I think he, uh, the way he gets out of it is he goes through the flame at one point, and he's like, "I breathed it in." He's like singed. He's like he's like burned. Yeah. And he he's bald, like he's fucked up. Right. And so everybody, and so they're like, "You got like three days to figure it out," and they're like, "Fuck, okay." (laughs) So Darren's like half energy, half you know, here's here's a bowl of food. I don't, and that's the thing too is that vampires can eat food. Oh, it's not like no. They can yeah. So like vampire diary vampires. No, they they'll sit there and they'll eat yeah. like a bowl or something. It won't like they're they'll they'll it won't like give them their powers back. But they're like oh we like food. They like food. They like to eat it. Yeah, eat get drunk. They can yeah. do all that. Um. And so they go in, and the fourth task is the blooded boars, and it is boars animals that have been given vampire blood, right. and it has driven them angry. And they throw them in a pit and go fight them to the death. Uh, it is looking like Darren's not gonna make it. Yeah, he's getting mollywopped, and then they're gonna they're gonna kill him. These boars are gonna kill him. And Harcat, like Han Solo on the Death Star, goes no. And it comes in at the last second. That's against the rules. Oh, and that is considered um, unsporting on the field of battle. Yeah, that is uh, uh was dishonorable. And it goes against the code. And so Darren will be killed. They're like, sorry, dude, we gotta kill you now. Oh, we gotta drop you on these spikes over here. Multiple times, you better die the first time. Yeah, we'll do it again. And so Curtis Smolt goes, Darren, it's not fair that you're gonna die because you were like, things were against you. That's not fair. Yeah. And the thing about it, too, is that, right, this sounds like an evil man's plan to fuck up. No, they're like, everybody does this. Yeah. It's not a, we're not picking on you, we're not being assholes. This is just just how it is. You fucking you ride cream rises or was it the yeast rises to the top? Cream rises to the top. Yeah, cream rises to the top. Are you gonna hang? Are you gonna show up or not? And he's like, run! And uh, so he tells Darren like, there's these tunnels, go yeah. down them. And then they run into Gavner. So Gavner, Gavner is quite the ladies' man back in the day. Yeah. He actually has many, many girl, human girlfriends. Actually, so a lot of them do. Yeah, have significant others that are humans. But again, like you said, like we've said, right. that they can't because of the stuff. And so Gavin is like, I'll help you guys too. Darren doesn't deserve to die. Upon which they run into a group of Vampanese in the mountain, which is a big no-no. They they're not supposed to be there. Yeah. They're not supposed to be there in general. Um, Gavin is like, we'll fight together, Kurta. Yeah. You and I will fight these motherfuckers. And Kurta goes, I invited them here and kills Gavin. Oh! And Darren's like, oh, shit. What if I just witnessed? Oh, I'm a witness. Oh, God. And so he literally, so he finds the hole that they push the bodies down. Mm-hmm. And he's like, two down the hole. And, and he, he jumps. Just, yeah, jumps down. Um, 
And Kurt is like, no, Darren, I can explain. Yeah. And he's like, fuck you. And like goes down the hole. Yeah. Which is how the book ends. Oh, that's a great cliffhanger. It, and now we now end up on The Vampire Prince, which is, I believe, the sixth, the sixth book yeah. of the saga. The last book of the Vampire Rights trilogy. Darren is washed down, and uh, he finds him. So he's like <laughs> fucking Tom Hanks at the beginning of yeah, Private he's Ryan. wrecked. And uh, and so they actually so that that tunnel they actually stopped doing it that way. What Darren finds out the reason being because when they push bodies down, they would get stuck, uh, and they'd have to send people down. Yeah, I'm to get, I'm get, stuck. get down there. And people were like, no. Stop doing that. that. No. It's not fun. No, it's not. And so Darren's just holding on. He's just fighting for his life. He's yeah. the revenant right now. Right. My man's Leonardo DiCaprio after fighting the bear. And, uh, and he actually discovers that he's not that beat up. He's more, it's more like exposure is going to get him. Mm-hmm. And because he only has a few uh, bruises and scratches, but his uh, he broke his thumb. Mm-hmm. He like... That thing is fucking... It's jingling, yeah. Yeah, that thing's gone. And so he's, like, wandering around. And uh, he finds a wolf. So he's in the snow. It's snowing at this point. They've been yeah. they've been traveling for a month. It takes months to get to the mountain. Right. And he's like, fuck, okay. And then he discovers that it was the wolves that he saved, that saved him. And they're like, hey. like, right. And so they, like, curl up around him. And they begin... It gets kind of weird because he drinks milk from the wolves. Huh. Yeah. I don't know what that really... Oh, well, I mean... Uh, smoke them if you got Good for you, I guess. <laughs> Do you want to die? And so he actually lives with them for months. Just, like, trying just, to heal. Right. And uh, so he becomes a member of the pack. Very Tarzan, yeah. yeah. And then he goes, I have to go back. Because it's, it's pulled him down to the yeah. bottom. So he has to go back up this uh. thing. And he's like, no, he's like, Curtis going to be a prince. He's evil. I yeah. have to go save them. Um, and Darren's like, I'm bet, much like Aragorn pushing open the doors at, at Push, home. Just kicks it open. I'm alive. Oh, you thought you got me. Uh, you thought you had me, Austin. <laughs> I fooled you. <laughs> I fooled all of you. And he's like, Curtis a traitor. Um... But the, he's like, the Vampanese are here, and they're like, well, that's ballsy of you to show up, Darren, but we still have to kill you for, yeah. for failing the oh, trial. Oh, I get in the cage. He's like, no, what if I... <laughs> he's like, what if we do this? And so uh, they actually, like, get... Like, Kurt gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. But so the way that they get around it, and this is kind of like a weird, ooh, is, is that the only people who can fail the trials and live are princes. Okay. And they go, you're right. And so the thing about it is... That the princes knew that Darren was had an unfair advantage. Yeah. For him to survive, because these are trials meant for full-blooded vampires. vampires. And little Timmy's not, not a full-blooded vampire. And again, so right, the healing factor, all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And so they go, well, so they're stuck behind tradition. Yeah. And so for tradition to keep him alive, they have to make him a prince. Right. And they go, Darren, we're going to make you a vampire right. prince. Which will make him a leading member of right. the vampire society. Of society. And so, oh, it's a... <laughs> it's a to-do. It's a, it's a thought. And, and they actually choose to go through with it. Um, but, but again, so Krepsley tells them, like, they were stuck behind tradition. They mm. had to figure out, like... They had a lawyer... Basically, it's a lot of, like, lawyering. Yeah, I had to, like, how to do this. How do we get around tradition kind of things. And, 
so they end up executing Kurda, um, and they actually uh, fight the Vampanese. Oh, okay. Upon which uh, Mr. Krebsley's former mate, Arasales, is killed, um, and quite a few, and Darren actually kills his first uh, hum- like mm-hmm. vampire right. in battle. And that actually kind of stays, it fucks him up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's when and he sees, like, vampire life is not fun. Oh, I don't like this, you, yeah. You kind of have to be a hard ass to be, like... To, to, to get through to, it. To, yeah. And so, that's how that series, that Kurt is executed, mm. they drop him and, do it again, do it again, get his shoes. <laughs> Take his everything. And we now enter Hunters of the Dusk. Uh, in this book, Darren is visited by Desmond Tiny. He shows up at the mountain. Yeah. Goes, What's up, fuckers? So is he a vampire, or is he just... He's just this mystical being who the vampires are like, we don't know what he does, but we don't like it. Yeah. But we put up with him because God knows... Just what, like, what he can do. Yeah. And, <laughs> he sh- and he shows up and tells him the story about the Vampanese Lord. Mm. The Vampanese Lord is this mythical hero... In Vampanese lore, yeah. that will one day rise up and allow them to overthrow the vampires. And he goes, "It's real. It's not a myth. It's real." And they're looking for him right now. Yeah. And uh, he essentially gives this like, you. They will be given three opportunities to kill him. Yeah, I think it's three or five. One of those numbers. There are three people who, can, if anybody else kills him, everything goes. It doesn't matter. You lose. Right. Game over. There are only three people who can kill him. Mr. Krepsley, Darren, and a hunter who is unnamed at this moment. But you will find yeah. him on your path. Now you must find him before he becomes a Vampanese Lord. If you kill him beforehand, you win. Yeah. If you if you wait till he is one, and game over, you're fucked. The vampire race is destroyed. Right. You will die. And uh, that's what Harcat molds this character was there for. He's kind of like, hey, yeah. I was sent to be this voice. And they go, well, how do we know this isn't bullshit? And Desmond uh, Tiny's like, well, you know. Yeah. He does like a, fool of a took. Yeah. Oh, Baggins, I am not here to steal your ring. <laughs> I'm here to help you. He's like, oh, God. He's going to eat me. <laughs> And so he actually says, you're going to help me find... You're going to go meet my daughter. So he has actually two children. Okay. One of whom is Hibernius Tall, who is the owner of the Cirque de Freak. Yeah. And the other is his daughter, Lady Ivana. And then Lady Ivana is like a half-wolf thing. Okay. And that is how he tried to create them, by using wolves. Okay. We're going to oh. get, in, get into some very weird, like, genetic shit. Okay. And a lot of when, when Desmond Tiny talks about creating life, it's not from a, I fucked and had I had sex and this no, happened. I, like this magical like I messed with yeah yeah I committed some form of Howard like Mendel war crime right. somewhere in there. Um, so they go to find Lady Ivana, and her whole thing is that she's a witch. She's a witch, mm-hmm. but she doesn't like being called a witch. But right. she lives in like a swamp, right? <laughs> and like has toadstools and. Her whole thing is, like, she's trying to experiment on, like, to- like I- toads. Yeah. And, like, get them to work for her. And so she, she her thing is that she wears these, like, ropes around her body. Okay. And, like, some moments she's really hot, and some moments she's look- she looks like a wolf woman. It just Which, depends you know. on... And, again, to some people, that might be hot. Hot. <laughs> um, and so... They, she'll point you at the right direction. And Ivana has a soft spot for Krebsley. Krebsley is like, like friends with everybody. Yeah. 
And uh, she's like, hey, he's in a nearby city. And uh, they're, okay, so they go to the city. And they discover that they find her meeting with the Vampanese Lord. And they're like, what the fuck? And uh, they meet the uh, the last hunter at Ivana's house before they leave. And his name is Vancha. Vancha March. Vancha March. And Vancha is the one who I said fights the sun. Yeah. He's... So he so he shows up in like these like Fred Flintstone like clothes. Yeah. So he has like like bear skin. Yeah. And, like he wears like a fucking like Tarzan loincloth. Yeah. Bullshit. But his thing is he fights with uh, ninja throwing stars. Oh, so like he that. like throws them at people. Yeah, and everybody's like, "That's not." He's like, "Well, I can stab people with them." So, so like, it counts. Yeah, as I get around it, and so, yeah. So his whole thing is that he and he's kind of more progressive in terms of the vampires. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, like you know," and you discover uh, that Vancha, Vancha's brother is the guardian of the Vampanese Lord. Right. And they're like, Vancha, what the fuck? And he's like, I was once a Vampanese. Right. Who was saved by a va- one of the, I think it was by Paris Skyle, the Vampire Prince, and was given a chance to like re... re- ch- ch- change it up. And they, they, he was able to. He's like, I still have Vampanese mm-hmm. tendencies. Like, he's like, I, I I really have to try hard not drink people's blood. Yeah. Completely. But I'm on like, I'm on rehab. Yeah. And so that's his whole thing. Um... They try. They meet who they believe to be the Vampanese Lord and kill him, but he's a fake. So that's what th- their battle is. Is and so, but that was actually one of the chances because the Vampanese Lord was there. Right, but they killed. Him. The, they killed the wrong one. So that was one of their chances. So they have like four left. Right, and after four, oh, it was all up. over. Yep, and they go fuck. We missed it. That's kind of how that ends. Is they go well, what? Do, how do we? Ever, what do we do now? Which then leads us to being allies of the night. Um. So, Mr. Krebs is like, what if, listen, the Vampanese were at my hometown back in the day. What mm-hmm. if they went back? Right. I need to go check it out, because I want I feel like a kinship with these people. Um, and so they noticed that Mr. Krebs moved into town, and that he, Darren was with them, and Darren is about 15-ish. Okay. 16-ish at this point. And he's required to go, literally, like, like the truant officer shows up and goes, hey, sir, like, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, my son's homeschooled. And they're like, ah, actually. Uh, I don't know if that's true. We need to have him come, because he's kind. They're all kind of dirty. Yeah. So they're like, "Oh my god, you hobos!" And so they're like, "No, you need to go back to school." Um. And so they're like, "Fuck, what do we do with?" And he's like, "What if we just leave?" Well, <laughs> that night people get murdered. Yeah. And they're like, "Fuck, we gotta stay." Darren, you're going to school. Uh, Darren finds out this is this is gonna open a fetish for some people. Oh no. Darren's teacher was his, is now his ex is his ex girlfriend Debbie. She's an adult. Oh no! And Darren's like, wow, wow, woo, oh boy, he's like Debbie's hot. Oh Debbie, and she's like, huh? You look familiar. Yeah, and she's like Darren, and he's like, uh. so. <laughs> so it's been thirteen years since they last saw each yeah. other. So that puts him at he's about twenty. Six-ish. In normal human years. Yeah, but he looks 15, 16-ish. Um, uh, you discover that the original vampire, Pariscal, or the one of the first, Pariscal mm. dies. He's like, I gotta leave. We gotta go say goodbye to him. Yeah. You know? And uh, upon which, every time the mentor leaves, stuff pops off. So, of course, right, so everything happens. Mm. So Darren meets this vampanese man. With hooks for hands, and he's wearing this like, 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 uh, like ski mask. Yeah. 
And they're like, fuck. As he's about to be almost murdered, uh, Steve shows up. His Not old friend. Steve. And Steve is like, oh, you have... He's like, I'm hunting him too. I'm on the... Va- I'm hunting the Vapanese. I saw that. I was like, oh my God, it's Darren. Yeah. My goodness. And... Uh, so so Steve joins Darren on the hunt for the Vampanese Lord. Um, Darren then decides, he's like, I need to tell Debbie. Yeah. Debbie, it's me! Uh, it's- and he's like, because his excuse was like, I have a disease that prevents me from aging. I'm Benjamin I'm, Button! Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I'm a vampire. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm 100% I'm a vampire. Um... She's like, okay, cool. No, and that's like the fun part. She goes, okay. Rad. She goes, fuck it. What do we, whose car are we taking? Let's go. Let's run away. Well, she's like, no, we'll, we'll fight. Fuck it. Yeah. She's like, I'm, let's fuck it. Here's a gun. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> and uh, so Debbie then joins. Oh, she joins the party. She joins the team. Krepsley comes back. And he's like, all right, we're going to look for the vamp. He's like, I think the Vampanese Lord's here. Yeah. I got attacked by a dude with hook hands. And he's like, Steve's here. And he's like, mm, Steve. I don't know about Steve. Krepsley doesn't like Steve. Yeah. Steve. And he's like, and you told your girlfriend? And he's like, she's cool. And he's like, okay, whatever. This is all falling apart. Yeah. Fuck. I'm gone for two weeks. Please. And you just, you're digging with your dick. It's bad. And uh, they chase the hook man through the sewers because they're like, well, yeah. you know, redo it. Yeah. Change the skin and the color a little bit. And it's just, we're doing the same thing. Right. So they go down, and uh, the Vampanese Lord shows up, and he, hello, you know, though we the yeah. con, the back and forth. Um, you discover that the hook-handed man was Reggie Veggie, not Reggie. Veggie, He's become bro. a Vampanese va- uh, vampire, I guess. Yes. And he has changed the initials RV <laughs> to stand for Righteous Vampanese. <laughs> Okay, Reggie. Whatever, bro. You're still Reggie. I mean, fuck you. You're Reggie, still Reggie. Reggie. And then uh, Steve goes, It was me, Austin. It was me the, the whole, whole time. time. I was evil. I'm on their side. So- fuck you. Oh, not the swerve. I was studying you. I'm going to kill you. Oh, I've been waiting 13 years. I haven't changed at all. I am evil. I'm a cracked out monster. And that's one of the things is they meet Steve and they go, wow, Steve, you good? You, this is excessive. Oh, you're looking like a hobo who lost his hands to Wolfman. What's happening here? And so they begin the fight. And so Steve, um, they, the Vampanese now are recruiting humans to serve as proxies for them. Oh, that's a very vampire thing. It's kind of frowned upon. Yeah. But yeah, so he's like, well, we can't, they're like, we can't use guns. Right. But our Vampanese Lord is like, they can use guns. guns. That's not? not against the rule. Yeah. So yeah, so there's dudes with like fucking M16s. What's good? Just fucking, whoa! And they like paint their faces. Yeah. So they like, they paint their faces purple. Oh, okay. So they're and, like pretending. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, we will be vampires one day. Yeah. And he will rule the night. And fuck <laughs> you and all this shit. Yeah. And, uh. They, they so they actually begin the fight. They're called. They're now the team is called the Hunters. Right. They're the Hunters, and they they actually win this battle. Okay. 
And it's funny because it's yeah when they talk about the vampires, the a war will begin. It's not a war in the truth. It's it's like Black Ops, right? We're <laughs> in the dark. We're going in. We're, we're not. It's not like in the street. Yeah, they're not. Uh, right. Oh, I'm holding everybody hostage. It's like no, we're gonna shank each other in an alleyway. It's more Vietnam. It, yeah, it's like a mob war. Yeah, yeah, essentially. And they actually begin to win, and uh, RV. Reggie Veggie goes, I'll kill your girlfriend, Darren. (laughs) Fuck you, what are you going to do? Because Darren fights Steve and beats him. And he's like, I'll kill you, Steve. And then he's like, I'll kill your girlfriend. girlfriend. He's like, fuck. I have to make a decision. And uh, they then leave. So Steve, Leonard, RV, and Ganon are the bodyguards for the Vampanese Lord. And they're like, ugh. And so, in exchange, they've grabbed, like, a human follower. Like, we'll take, we'll kill him. Yeah, we'll kill we'll everybody. Fuck you too. Yeah, and they both, like, leave, like, pointing yeah. guns at each other. And, uh, they were like, we will, everybody will take, so, so Ganon, uh, Vancha's brother is like, I don't like what we're doing. Yeah, this is serious. This is, this is we're, we're doing some crimes. Right. And he's like, you have, we have a hostage, you have a hostage, we'll leave, but you have to leave the tunnels, otherwise it's kill on sight. Right. And they go, and that's how that's how this book ends. Yeah. We're now at Killers of the Dawn, and they're like, "Fuck, how has it gotten this bad?" bad. And um, and so they're like, "Well, they're cheating, right? They're getting around the rule again. How do we break tradition?" It's like SpongeBob talking to Blake. You cheated, <laughs> literally. And so, uh, so they they torture this. So Vancha's like, "I'll torture the human." Yeah. I'll do the things that we don't want to talk mm-hmm. about. And they're like, "What happened to Mark?" Mark isn't gonna be joining the Vampanese anymore. Oh God. Um. And now they discover that so is a man named Mark Mark Ryder, and Mark Ryder, I believe, uh, he's just a dude. Yeah. He's just a normal dude. I thought he was a cop. He's just a dude. He's just a dude. And Vacha tortures him to death, but then discovers. Uh, one of the few times torture does work, discovers that the va- only the Vampanese Lord can kill them for the kills that count. Oh. If anybody else does it, eh, they lose. Oh, okay. So there's yeah, okay. So you yeah. So now they're playing this like weird chess game, game. of like I'll kill them, but I can't kill you, you. But you can kill me, but only on a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they then get surrounded by the cops because they've killed the the vampet. They're called right. vampets. The humans that want the wannabes, mm. and they were like, Vancha did some things to because they're like, Wow, this looks like a crime. This, oh, man. he's he's dead, and they're looking for him, yeah. they're looking for who tortured this man. They're like, Wow, <laughs> this, is a, this is bad. And uh, they then end up escaping with the chief of police. <laughs> like, oh, we got her too. Look at all these people, and she is this older woman named Alice, and uh, Alice is a prisoner. And I think Darren is like, uh, no, they actually do get arrested. I'm sorry. Oh, they they all get arrested. Vancha goes fuck this, escapes, grabs the chief of police, police, jumps out a window, <laughs> blade. <laughs> Meanwhile, Darren's in prison, and they can all break out. Yeah. And then, uh, so during this whole time, Harkat finds him. He's like, we're gonna break out. And so one of the things, the fun things about vampires is that one, they move faster than the human eye. Yeah. But they actually. Their breath can knock out humans. Oh. It's a paralytic to us. Oh, that's nifty. So he just goes like, hey, come here. Oh, my and God. <laughs> and that's how I did it. Well, Larton's thing is like, 
I would, I'm, a, I'm in a magic show. Right. I'm a, his whole thing is he's a magician. That's right. his bit in the, the circus. So he's like, I got out of those handcuffs like that. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise! Abracadabra! No, literally, he's like, oh, I was a magician. I yeah. said, oh, look at the hands! <laughs> Too quick! <laughs> and so they grab Alice, and Alice is like, you guys are psychos! And they're like, we're the good guys, fuck you, shut and up. And they run away. <laughs> and they run away. Oh, and there's a mob. A oh. mob comes after these people. Wow! With pitchforks. Oh, they're in Ireland. These yeah. <laughs> It's the IRA. Fucking my lucky charms. Oh, the, the brawling brutes. <laughs> the brawling brutes. Just, just lucky uh, for these people. A trash can bomb. <laughs> and uh, they are... So they have to tell, like, Alice, like, we're not the monsters you think we are. Right. We have tortured a man to death, <laughs> but... I know that goes against the Geneva Convention, that's a but... a bad first impression. You know, it is. You, really, when you get to know us, we're better mm-hmm. people. And uh, they discover that they're in the tunnels. So they go into the tunnels to help him. And uh, he's like, my brother reached out to me. They're going to be at this location. We're yeah. going to feel the battle. Right. Martial combat. And uh, they end up at the Cavern of Retribution. <laughs> my God. I'm trying to remember why they call it that. It was just a tunnel. It's just a cave. It's just a cave. That they called the tunnel of a cave or a cavern of retribution. My God. So they end up fighting the hobo, the 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 wannabes and the vampanese, and uh, and they're like, "Ooh, who will fight?" Like, because basically they set up a trap, right? And so they, it's like this platform in this uh, surrounded by spikes that are on fire. Okay. <laughs> and a shark with laser beams will come out, and. Uh, He's like, you will fight the Vampanese Lord in martial combat. And uh, he's like, okay. Wow, we'll really just solve this. Yeah, thank you. And obviously, Mr. Krepsley kills the Vampanese Lord. And they're like, we win! (laughs) Idiots! And then, by God, like a member of the Judgment Day, Steve comes out. (laughs) It was me! And pushes Mr. Krepsley into the stakes of fire. No! And goes, ah, you idiots. So he's like holding on. Yeah. And everybody's like, no, what do we do? And he does, like, the fly, you fools. And, like, fu- goes into the pit and, like, catches on fire and dies. Um, and so everybody's able to escape. And then Gan and Harst, who, like I said, advance his brother. And Steve, they're, like, yeah. looking at each other. And he's like, I'll get you, Steve. Steve. And he's like, no, he's like, you lose, you idiots. <laughs> you killed Mr. Krepsy, but only the Vampanese Lord can do it. You morons. It doesn't count. And Steve goes, surprise, it was me. I, I am the Vampire Lord. I am the Vampanese Lord, and this has all been my plan to kill all of you, Darren. I've waited 30 years. Fuck you. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> Steve is like this madman. For a perceived slight. No, this literally, yeah. this man has waged the, the fucking genocidal war just to get back at his former best friend. Just because he's like, you became a vampire and I didn't. But I get to be a lord. I'm cooler than you. Kill your friends. Uh, oh, okay. I will kill them all. <laughs> and he's like, Darren's like, what's happening? Yeah. Oh my god. And they're able to save Debbie. Um, and Alice is like, wow. This is wild. This is crazy. And you discover that Steve has been 
like big braining this just machiavellian this whole thing so he's the one who like alerted the police yeah. about the vampires uh, he's the one who's like no it, they think that they're vampires they're crazy yeah so he has the police on his side yeah. he has like he's like he's like control the media yeah. like he's done all this very like sophisticated Dude. shit to get to Darren right which wow that's a, what a plan just to just to hate somebody when you were 12 and that's the thing is that like he's like why don't you just kill me yeah what's he's like no I want you to suffer I want to ruin your life I want to fuck you over and then kill you Darren it's a very Dio level of hate. Oh, it's like Dio meets the Joker yeah. meets insert evil anime villain. Really? Like, oh, I want to kill. I want to watch you suffer, suffer alone. I want you to be naked and afraid. And uh, so Darren's upset. They killed his essentially his father figure. Yeah. <laughs> and Darren seeks his... He's like, Debbie, I love you. What have you... <laughs> and she's like... You're a child. Because he's like... Because he's like, I'm going to... Yeah. That's the thing. It's literally an arc where he goes, that's a thing for yeah. me. He's like, Debbie, I love you. I want I want you to know that. And she's like, well, you look like a child yeah. still. Legally, it's weird. Yeah. It's, this is morally dubious. I will say, shout out to Darren Chan for... Addressing. So for Darren Chan is the author. He yeah. writes Darren as him. And, but shout out to him for addressing it. Yeah. Like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. Like, no. And she, she says no. Yeah, she says no. God bless her. For having self-control. <laughs> Meanwhile, horny vampire was like, no, I'm an adult. I'm an adult. My dick works. I swear to God it does. Oh, me to, I'll show oh, you right oh, now. Let me see. So, Krebsley's dead. Steve's I am Dio. I'm Jesus. Right. Darren's fucked. He's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> and so, finally, so Darren's just walking through life. At this. It's yeah. been a month has passed. Yeah. Much like Bella. Yeah, no, 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 just cry in the woods. But uh, Lady Lady Tresca talks to him, and she actually talks about how her husband, um, her, her husband and, da- and daughter were killed. Yeah. And that is why she fled here. And uh, he, they were killed by evil fishermen. Okay. Which I guess ties into people, like, there's, like, this, she, like, falls under this weird Eastern European, like, folklore monster okay and so they hunted her down thinking that she was a monster and then they murdered her father her husband and so she's like i'm also alone yeah and so she like holds him and she's like it's okay to cry yeah he cries and it's you know cathartic for him yeah and uh and then along the way harkat molds the little person has been having these like crippling night terrors yeah much like josh hutcherson in (laughs) five nights at freddy's And he's like, the only way they stop is that you have to come with me. And he's like, why? (laughs) And he's like, you'll find the answers that you're looking for. Because he's like, I think of, I see this lake of fire. Right. Shout out to Johnny Cash. But I think of this lake of fire and a dragon. Yeah. And he's like, and in my dreams, I see this, I'm in this river, I'm in this lake. And I'm trying to, like, get something out of this lake. Yeah. And right before I get there, the dragon comes for me and it kills me. And I cannot get it. get it. I don't know what it is. And he's like, fuck it. Let's do this. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I'll go. And uh, Darren's like, no, like, I'll go with you. And he's like, don't worry, the girls will be taken care of. Like, yeah. Like, when they call and say the girls, they mean the Alice, who's like 16. Yeah. Shout out to her, though. She said, fucking, like, let's load this let's bitch. Let's load, I'm in. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> 
And Debbie, Debbie's like, no, I'm gonna shoot this, I'm gonna shoot this motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm gonna get my revenge. And they've actually are now their allies. Yeah. And they're like, what if we build an army? Yeah. To fight the humans that are fighting for the vampires. Fight. <laughs> but they must talk to the vampire princess, so uh they literally shout out to these ladies. So Vancha takes Debbie and they go to Vampire Mountain. These women are oh, fucking that's big balls. Oh, they're ride or die. Big like, balls. They're fucking such dope characters. Oh yeah. And uh, so they're like, "Well, we do this. We'll like put. I think they like call like I think uh, Ganon calls a timeout mm-hmm. and is like, "You go take. We'll take care of our dead. You'll take care of yours. We'll yeah. call a timeout. And in this period of time, that's when they go do this this, this mission. Um. So he has to go through this portal, and. Uh, they go through. They end up in this world that, uh... And so Harkat's like, no, I need to go alone. And Darren's like, well, I'll come with you. And he's like, please don't. <laughs> I'd rather you didn't. And he's like, no, you're my boy. We're best friends. I got you. Right. We're gonna do this. So they go. And they're in this, like, fucking, like, Mad Max wasteland of, like, fuckery. <laughs> and uh, so they're, like, in a jungle... And their first task is to hunt down this black panther that's, like, bigger than a house. My God. Or, like, it's bigger than a human. Right. And they have to collect a map that's inside it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, They end up killing it. And they discover that there's, like, writing on the teeth of it. So they begin to rip the teeth out Uh of this dead panther, which, wow. That is... But that violates some sort of... uh... (laughs) And then they find one that doesn't have it, and it's, like sharp so yeah. they then they're like well where's the map and they discover that the map has been etched on the stomach of the panther oh they so gotta, they gotta carve it out which again wow wow and they discover that there's letters on the teeth and it's like an anagram for something yeah. and they're trying to figure out what it is and so they get they discover that it spells his name harkat molds mm-hmm. and they're like that doesn't help us and the other best option is slam dark hut those are what we got yeah okay and uh, he's like, it's a fucking waste of time, um, because Mr. Tiny likes to do, like, he likes to put things and see how people yeah. handle it. And But he's like, well, we'll keep the teeth. They seem kind of useful. Fuck it. And they're useful as knives. Right. They then must get gelatinous globes from the world's biggest toad. Uh, and it is surrounded in a lake, uh, uh, in a lake with crocodiles. <laughs> and so they have to, like... I forget how they do it. I think they literally just go, fuck it. We'll just run as fast as we can. Because this toad's like oozing these orbs. Right. And they go, fuck it. And they just book it. They just book it. And there's like these giant man-eating like crocodiles. And they're like, oh. And they like catch it. Um, They then meet Lady Ivana. She's here. Okay. And they're like, huh. Uh, And they weren't expecting her to show up. She's just like, hey. What's up? And they're like, what the fuck? And so Lady Ivana's thing is that, so she can see the future, mm-hmm. but she's not allowed to t- tell anybody what she sees. Oh, okay. If she, ch- she literally tells him, if I do, <laughs> the world like blows up, <laughs> essentially. And uh, she, she doesn't tell them how or why she's there. Mm-hmm. Um, she helps them get across this lake that, because they're, they're like, fuck, how do we get across this lake? That It's not the lake that they're wanting, but right. it's a, and they meet a man named Spitz Abrams. Great name. Spitz Abrams is a former pirate um, and a heavy drinker. Arr. And he's got some issues. 
and Darren and Harkat don't trust him, but they decide that that he was put. He's in this world for a reason. Mister Tiny would have put him there, right? To, for for some for purpose. something. And so they're like, "Come with us, sir, Mister Hobo Man." Um, one of the things too I didn't talk about is that there are these members that are known as the Guardians of the Blood, and okay. they are members who of, of humans who live at the Vampire Mountain. And are essentially like the blood banks. Oh, okay. They give their blood, but they're also servants. So they, like, fold the clothes. They do all this yeah. stuff for them. Um, and they meet these people known as the Kalashkas. Mm. Okay? Um, and they're, like, these, like, 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 like if an orc and a human fucks. They get these ugly ass. Yeah. yeah like, these kind of, like, ugly, ugh, kind of goober-looking things. Yeah. And they're required to steal holy liquid from these people. Um, and they discover that they have to steal the holy liquid, which is the venom of a monster known as the grotesque. Oh, okay. And it's this like giant worm thing. Laskin bullworm. It's it's vile. If I here we go. Um, I'll describe it to you. And you tell me if this doesn't sound like the devil or God's dead. It is has a giant human head. A snake body with hands that it walks on. So it has like a bunch of little hands. Yeah. Ooh. Um. And so what they do is they sacrifice to it, and they walk up to it. Yeah. And they, they'll sacrifice children. Yeah. And this head thing will open up like a snake. Yeah. And it'll just Ooh. consume the person, and it'll eat them. Um, its venom is sacred, and when they feed it, it, like, oozes this poison it... venom out, and they, like, collect it. That's disgusting. <laughs> and so they're like, how do we get to the vials? And they're like, well, like, everybody's asleep. We'll go in. Yeah. They go, um, and a Kalashka finds them. And goes mm. like, oh, he's there taking the poison, the holy liquid. And they're like, right. fuck, run! Meanwhile, my boy Spitz Abrams is like, it can blow up. And he like, kaboom, yeets it at the, and it like blows up the temple, yeah. essentially. And they kill the thing. And they're like, ah. Uh, and they have to like hightail it out of there because it's right, coming but... to kill them. Um, and they're like, fuck. <laughs> and uh, so they do it. And then they, uh, yeah, so they blow it up. They end up in a tunnel and they fall it to a room. And there's a fridge. And Spitz is like, what is this? And they're like, oh, it's a fridge. Like, you don't know that, you crazy yeah. pirate man. <laughs> and there's postcards on it. Signed by Mr. Tiny. And they're like, that's strange. What's with the postcards? Yeah. That, we don't like this. Um, during the night, Darren and Harcott then try to talk about the world that they're in. And they're like, they're like, there's a lot of similarities between like the people that we just dealt with and like, the Guardians of Blood. Right. There's a lot of parallels between our world. That's strange. Um, and Spitz is drinking till like his liver fucking erodes, right. as you do. Yeah, and, but they're just like they're not something's not right about this world that they're in. Yeah. Um. They then reach the Lake of Souls, and it is uh, guarded by this big black dragon, and it just like hovers over. And That's anybody, cool. Anybody who gets near it, it it's torches them. Um. And then what they figure out is that so the gelatinous globes that they have. Um, are hollow. They're gelatinous, but mm -hmm. you can put liquid into them. One of the teeth from the panthers has like a, a hole drilled through it. Yeah. And so they go, oh, we can put the tooth in the globe and pour the venom in it because it's an explosive right. and make grenades. And, make a and we can kill the dragon. Yeah, essentially. Um, 
And so they get close. And Harkat, uh, Spitz says that Mr. Tiny brought him here. And he told him that there's a spell on the lake forbidding the dragon. There's multiple dragons, actually. Mm-hmm. Forbidding the dragons to come closer than eight meters to the lake unless a living person falls in it. Uh, and then Spitz makes a comment about how many people are in the Lake of Souls. And that he was on a crew, and he begins to kind of go a little cuckoo ca mm-hmm. Yeah. And he begins to try and fish people out. And they're like, why are you fishing people out? Yeah. And he was on a, uh, he talks about being on a boat called the Prince of Pariah. And uh, they loved that he, the meals that he made. Yeah. And that eventually they ran out of food, but he was still able to produce oh, meals. Oh, no. And he's like, and this is what I'm going to do. So his idea is that if I fish people out, I'll yeah. fish them out, kill them, cook them, eat them. I'll have an endless supply of, of food. Of yeah, and I can just live here. Yeah, I'll uh-huh. be a crazy hobo man. It's hinted at and that he was part of a crew that killed the, yeah. the bearded woman's family. Oh, okay. There's like a tie in there. Um, and so they're like, "You're a cannibal." <laughs> oh, you're a psycho. And they're told that he can't feed on the souls and. Uh, and he ends up getting knocked out um, of that eight meter zone because mm-hmm. they're fighting him. Yeah. And then the dragon goes, "Oh!" They Come set down. him on fire, <laughs> and he then dives into the lake to put himself out. Right. But remember, if a human falls, the in, dragon can keep it breaks the spell. Right. And now they can see us, uh, and that's what happens. And so they're being attacked by this dragon, and Darren's like fucking. Covering fire! And he's, like, throwing the grenades to keep the dragons away. Harkat's, like, fishing. Fishing's old. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And he pulls out, essentially, his old identity. Who is the vampire prince, former vampire prince, Curtis Small, the traitor. Yeah. Is Harkat. Oh, okay. It was me! The whole time! So as he pulls him out, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, you, me. me. You discover that the teeth, Yeah, his name is an anagram oh. of Curtis Small. And they just didn't know how to spell, spell it. Spell it. Um, as it. Like, there's literally a dragon's coming down mm. and then time freezes. Mr. Tiny appears and tells him, good job, you figured it out. And then he, uh, Curtis, so basically if you're pulled out of the lake, of yeah. Soul, it's still, it's hell. Yeah. However, because Harkat and Kurda are the same person, yeah, one of them only one of them can live, mm. and so they so Kurda's like I can live again, and yeah. so then it kind of like we have to talk about it, and Kurda decides because of his sins, he's like I've done more good as Harkat protecting Darren, yeah, um, and that and so I'll go back into hell, and then Kurt, Harkat mm-hmm. can continue to live. It then uh, removes his uh, uh, teeth. And then, uh, so, so they discovered that the anagram was there. Um, and then this is where the big twisty twist happens. Harkat, he discovered Harkat kept the postcards. Yeah. Pointing to the time and date it was sent. Noted that all of the dates are 12, 20, 30, and 50 years later. It is The theory is that they weren't sent to, like, an alternate universe or the past. Yeah. They were sent to the future. Okay. And this is where they're at. Um, they then talk to Lady Ivana and go, what the fuck? And yeah. she's like, well, that's why I couldn't talk about it. If I tell you I'm in the future. Sure, like, yeah, it doesn't work. But she then tells Darren, whoever wins... So th- this war that's being waged is called the War of the Scars. Yeah. Right, because of the scars on their fingertips. Mm-hmm. And whoever wins, Darren or Steve, that is the future that will happen no matter what. Oh. No matter who wins, they will become a ruthless ruler of the night. 
and will lead their their winning the faction to just rule over the world and turn it into this desolate wasteland. And Darren's like, fuck! I don't like that! And that's how the second, the tenth book ends. We're almost there, guys, I promise. I hope you've been a little entertained. Um, but yeah, so see, like, I'm like, wow, this is actually kind of like... No, this is wild for a kid's... <laughs> for, like, even a young adult book, this is wild. But it's like, it's a like a nice twist on, like, oh, all the Oh, very much so. Stuff. It's yeah. very good. Um, and now we are now at the Lord of Shadows. <sighs> this is not written by a Hot Topic student. Um, they, they're able to come back and they're hearing about the war that's mm-hmm. beginning, right? And now it's like, remember how we said it was like clandestine and yeah. kind of they're killing each other in the alley? It's full scale. Now it's gone all the way. It was full, like the military's on the street, like the military's on the streets. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah. Over the course, um, they come back and so they discover, they have, their team is called the Vampirites and they've gotten like hobos. They're legit. Their army yeah, is hobos, hobos. Because the vampires have been preying on them. So they know that vampires are real. Right. And so they're like, fuck it. Give me a gun. We'll kill them. We'll kill them all. Um, and so you just, it takes them back to Darren's old hometown. And he discovers that his sister's there. His sister still lives in the hometown. Um, and she believes that... She is, uh, she has been, he's been dead this whole time, right? right? Um, he, along the way, he runs to an old friend. So remember Mm -hmm. I said the friends that he was with? Yeah. So one of them is named Tom, and his name's Tom Jones. And he ends up being a, uh, a goalie for the English, or like the national team. Oh, okay. Of the world that they're in. And he's like, hey, you should come out to a game. Like, that's super cool that, you know, you're around and stuff. And he's like, cool, like, I'll show up. Okay, cool. Um, and that that's a side story that's about to happen. Uh, does it has it already happened? Um, yeah. So, so now everybody is out in the open. Right. The vampires are full, full and they actually so they go to this event. Um, and you discover that Steve has a son. Mm-hmm. His name's Darius. Okay. And this kid has tried to kill Darren multiple times. Mm. And so they, so then in between these bouts, he runs into his old friend. And he's like, "No, you should come play." And they go. Then they go to this event. And uh, while they're there, Steve decides to Not bane. Steve. He shows up, and they like shoot him in the head. Oh! They shoot his old friend in the head. Uh, my uh, God! Like just execute him point blank. And you're like, wow! Wow, we can't do that, Steve. Steve, what are we doing? Um. And so they're, like, causing, sowing fear, and so Steve's right. trying to pin it on the vampires to just get the masses, masses against riled Yeah. And uh, so they're like, fuck. And so that's one of the times he meets Darius, because he's, like, this kid. And he's walking around with, like, a crossbow. Right. And Darren's like, I can't kill a kid. No. And then the kid shoots him with a fucking bolt, and he's like, well, uh, maybe I can. Yeah, it's time to kill a kid. Um, at this point, too, uh, because Darren has been gone for a hot minute, um, his friend Evra yeah. has uh, married... And has had multiple children. He has oh, three children. Uh, the oldest being uh, Shankus, S H A N C U S. Okay. Named for Darren. Oh, okay. Darren Shan. Yeah. Shankus. And that, he's that's like his godson. He was like, you'll be his godson. And uh, he has he has a relationship with them, and this kind of going on. And then uh, uh, one day, 
Steve decides to hit him with the raid <laughs> real quick and raids the Cirque du Freak. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Mr. Tall is killed, which is a big... That's a... Whoa, ooh, yeah. That was like... There are players, but they're not meant to be. So Mr. Tall being a son of Desmond Tynes, yeah. he was a player, but never meant to be killed. So we've kind of entered this, whoa, this whoa, Steve. Whoa, yeah. Um, and then they end up taking some many of them host, of the, the members of the circus hostage. hostage. And uh, and then at this point, I'm a little, it's a little early, but the revelation is that, because Ivana shows up and is like, I'm here yeah. to bury my brother, yeah. and Doc, Mr. Tall, and that they're siblings. Um, and so Darren's like, okay, Steve is acting like a psycho. psycho. There's no way I could be as bad as <laughs> Steve, yeah. He's Hitlering people. I'm just uh, trying to fight for good. And Ivana tells him, in this kind of wild way, like, well, think about your mentality, yeah. right? You've, you've put him, you're going to put, you're gonna, oh, she's like, will you kill Steve? He's like, well, I have to. Yeah. Well, you can justify that, right? And right. he's like, yeah. He's like, well, eventually you're going to be having to justify another set series of deaths and then more. And then eventually people will start to rise up against you and how will you handle them? You've put down. You'll every, justify it all the you'll way. You'll justify it over and over and over, and then eventually you'll just be this monster that no one can stop. Yeah. And who's to stop you? You're a vampire. Yeah. You will lead the vampires into the light, and they'll just destroy the world. He's a, you have a point. And he's like, but I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. And she's like, eh, eh, you might, because he's killed multiple people yeah. at this point. He's killed vampire vampires and stuff like that. Yeah. And she's like, well, remember, she's like, she's like, you're not the boy who cried after killing his first person, right? You can kill with abandonment now and not really care. And he's like, no, I had to. And she's like, that's what everybody says. And then, you know? Yeah. And he's like, fuck. Um, and he would kill, yeah, he would turn evil. He basically would do like uh, Danny, you ever see that Danny Phantom episode? You ever watch Danny Phantom? A little bit, yeah. So there's a, an arc where his family's killed. Yeah. And he he goes to like his evil mentor. Like, So there's an evil guy named Vlad yeah. who is also a ghost. And was in love with uh, Danny's mom. Right. And, like, it's kind of like a Mr. the Fantastic Four. Yeah. He was, like, an ugly guy. And he, he became got ghost powers trying to become attractive, so she'd love him. And so when his family is destroyed, because, like, McDonald's, like, boiler bros up, blows up. It's a thing. Yeah. But then he teach he tells uh, that his now evil mentor, like, hey, I want to stop feeling. Separate yeah. me from my humanity so I can become... I can stop missing my because fr- his friends right. die too, and then and when he does, the evil Danny takes uh, over. Yeah, and he actually absorbs um, his mentor and becomes evil. Yeah, and he gets all these evil powers, and he he, he leads, ends up creating this evil world. Oh, that's cool. Of these like mega cities that like have ghost like defenses, mm-hmm. and are constantly like fighting against him, and so oh, it's, like, it's like this desolate wasteland. Yeah. And so there's, like, a timekeeper who sends Danny to the future to show him, like, this is what's going to happen if you don't. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And all because he tried to cheat on the SATs. <laughs> that's literally what kicks off. literally. Hey, remember, kids. <laughs> don't cheat on the SATs. Um, and so they then go to Steve. And so Steve is set up shop in the old abandoned theater where they had their... Um, where they first had met the Mr. Krepsley and where they first went to the Cirque du Freak. Right. Why? Because Steve is trying to master... Like, I'm just trying to fuck Darren. No, I just hate him. Uh, and so... 
So he basically does like the Joker, like you and I are two mm-hmm. sides of the same coin. Right. We were we we will do this dance forever, Darren. Like <laughs> I'm a psycho. I am a psycho, and he's and so they have kidnapped uh, Evra's son, Shankus. Yeah. And he's like, "Will you kill me? Because I'll kill the Snake Boy." Yeah. And he's like, "No, I'm not a monster like you." And they actually are able to capture Darius, Steve's son. Uh, and uh, Shankus is like, "You're uh, Steve is like, you're like me." You does the monster that lives inside you right. will come out. And he's like, no, it won't. And he's like, bet. And then breaks the neck of this boy. Oh, of the little snake no. boy. And you're like, whoa. We gotta do this? And then Darren's like, I'll kill him. I'll kill your son. Like, I swear to fucking Christ. And uh, Steve goes, you can do it. But you'll be killing your own nephew, Darren. No. Steve needs to calm down. <gasps> oh, oh, you was in control. Oh. And he's like, what? And that's how the book ends. My God. <laughs> Steve is out of control. Steve. My God, never slight Steve. Oh, Steve has been like, I will. And he's like, fuck, I have a nephew? What's happening? And so Darren goes, fuck. I didn't know that. So he had actually wanted to go spy on his sister at one yeah. point. And there's a boy named Ollie Bass yeah. who was friends with Darius. And so he was like, I saw a different boy like, come out to help your mom with with everything. So, and he's like, oh, he's like, he listens to whatever I say. Oh, And no. he's like, oh, he's like, this kid's kind of a psycho, psycho too. too. And, uh, and he discovers that Darius is actually a half Vampanese. Like, Steve uh, turned him into one. Oh, Steve's breaking all the rules. Steve is a psycho. (laughs) And so he goes and knocks on the door of his sister's house and goes, and his his nephew Darius goes, hey mom, I brought a friend. He's like, I'm going to need you to, he's like, I'm going to need you to listen to me. Okay? I'm going to need you to open. We're going to be open-minded here, mom. Open thoughts. Okay? I have a friend. He's going to walk through this door and it's going to, it's going to fuck you up. Oh, it's going to be something wild. And uh, Steve, uh, not Steve, Darren walks yeah. in and goes, hey sis, long time mm-hmm. to see, and she passes out. Yeah. And they wake her up, and he's like, I told her everything. And so during this too, actually, um, Darren begins to go through what's called the change. And this is when, the, if, if you don't um, like get more, so basically the idea is that you become a half vampire, mm-hmm. and then they just pump more blood into you, and then you become I'm a full, full vampire. vampire. But this is naturally his cells, his vampire cells are consuming his other cells. Oh, okay. So it's becoming, he's becoming a, officially a full-blooded vampire. Um, which, and so he'll, he'll get racked with these, like, seizures, essentially. Right. Because his body's changing, and it's like almost like a werewolf transformation. Yeah. But he has to go through them over a period of time. time until he can become full-blooded uh, vampire. And a uh, shout-out to Debbie... She's still, she's, she's still, still there. She's supporting him. And yeah. he's like, you know, after this, I'll be a full vampire. And she's like, then I can kiss you. <laughs> then we can fuck. Because she's like, then you'll be an adult. Yeah. Big. At this point, I think age-wise, he's about 30. Okay. Yeah. This is They've been fighting this war for, for a, a long time. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Debbie. Yeah. She's like, you'll be 18. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and uh, so... Annie then tells the story of how she ended up with Darius. Um, she was like, uh, Steve left after you died. And was just kind of roaming. He was a drifter. Come down to town. Yeah. Very much like the rooster in a <laughs> chicken run. Just roaming. I'm the kind of guy. Guy, just going around. And uh, 
she was like, he was older. She's like, I had dated. Mm-hmm. He was older though, and he was. I think it gets a little blurry. A little blurry with the line, like the age oh, limits. We get a little. Ooh. And she's like, you know, Steve was sweet. He was, you know, all. This. And he's yeah. like, oh, he was your best friend, like. Yeah. All this stuff. But no, Steve's a psycho. And she was, and I think he says like, oh, and then she's like, and then I gave him my love, and I was like, whoa. Fifteen old me was like, what's happening? What does this mean? And then uh, she's like, I found out he was, pr- I was pregnant. And then, uh, at first he was ecstatic. Yeah. He was like, oh, you know, very like, wow. And then, uh, and she's like, and then one night it all changed. And you're like, what are we talking about here? And, uh, she goes, uh, in the middle of the night one, one time she's like, she's like, I woke up to him standing over me. Oh God, that's <laughs> And weird. he like, cause I think it was, she had decided yeah. to keep it. Cause he took off after, yeah. like in the middle of it, and then she's like, one night he just showed up, and, we, and he like, like he like put his hand over her mouth. Uh, I was like, can't stop it now. Uh, Whoa, uh, Steve, what the fuck, bro? Steve is a psycho. I'm in your house. <laughs> I fucked your sister, man. Bye. I've got, I've got you. <laughs> you gonna die alone? And uh, and then Darius is like. He's like, and then he tells his end, which is that my dad told me that the vampires were good. He basically just told reverses. Yeah. The vampires were evil. The vampires were evil. They well, were going to kill everybody. And he's like, my dad had been chosen and he wanted me to be a part of this journey. Mm-hmm. And it was, he's, and then he says this really kind of like, anybody who has dad issues, yeah. he was like, he was my dad. I love him. How could I not believe he was lying? How could, yeah. Why would I think he would lie to me like that? Yeah. And you're like, fuck it. Yeah. Like, he's like, well, I'm going to kill your dad. <laughs> It's time. Oh, we're gonna get even. Um, and uh, so, so then he goes, "Well, Annie, I'm gonna hit you with another one. I'm gonna hit you with the three, four. Come to the door." And it's uh, Darius is a half vampanese. Yeah. She's like, she's like, "What's that mean?" <laughs> he's like, "Well, he's gonna be drinking people's blood. Blood. This gonna be a little weird. And uh, he will drink to kill." And she's like, no, not my son. And he's like, well, that's not how that works. Works, he's going to do it. And so he's like, I got an idea. This is what we're going to do. He's like, I'm going to give him my blood. And so because, I think it's called the purge. is yeah. when the, the body's purging blood. He's like, I'm going to give him my cells. Hopefully because my cells are over-amped with the cha- with change. Change. The, they'll they'll kill his and it'll just. It's not bad. He's like, it's a, he's like, it's a shot in the dark. Yeah, but it could happen. And it's either that or he's a monster. So what do you want? Yeah. And she goes, fuck it. Because, like, things... Oh, and the thing, too, is he begins to age faster. So he looks more like an adult. adult and that's yeah. why Debbie's like, okay. Okay, well, yeah. We can fuck. Because <laughs> he has, like, a beard. Oh, like, so he's, he's, he's in it. And, uh... Yeah, so it's puberty. Vampire puberty. Yeah. And so they do. And they're actually able to save Darius. He's like, I don't know if it'll take, but it took as well as it could have. Because mm-hmm. the guy Vancha's in there. He's like, I'll watch. Yeah, I'll watch. I'll watch, that. like, a... Like a was it the wet nurse or whatever? Yeah. I'll make sure everybody because they don't have no technology. And they're right, just fucking no, yeah, they're it. just going what they can. And uh, so then they go, okay, that's done. Darren's all fucked up, but he's like, fuck it, we gotta fight Steve. Right, we gotta, we gotta kill this And uh, so he's like, we gotta save our friends. They be, they be, like everybody just locks and loads. You right. know, here's my like, say your prayers. This is it, boys. We're hitting the fucking water. <laughs> We're going in. Uh, and they discover that uh, they they tr- they track them, but in reality, they're like, "We know you're following us. Just come. We're here. Right. Let's do this shit." 
the final battle is the stadium, which uh, Steve has built a gallows and has hung people from it. Oh, Steve, what are we doing? One of which is the little boy that he killed. Oh, Steve, you gotta stop. <laughs> We've gone too far, In Steve. the wind, like literally they talk about like them at night, like, and it's like that, that quiet before yeah. the battle, and everybody's like... And you, they're like, he's like, you can hear the the, 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 creak. the creaking of the gallows and of like their son. And you're like, oh, Steve, this what is we, bad. Darren, what are we writing? <laughs> wow, a lot of words, <laughs> Darren. And uh, and so actually, shout out to to both of them because so they've taken every prisoner. Mm. So yeah. so Everest looking at his son hanging from the right, gallows, just dead, which is wild. Again, wild. McKinney Manor wishes. Wishes. And shout out to his... So his wife is this woman. I forget what her name is. But her thing is she can pull her ears off. Oh. And she can yeet them at you. That's cool. And they, like, grow back. Yeah. So she just, like... Throws it, yeah. But she can throw them, like, with, like, accuracy. Like, oh, she can, cool. like, kill a hit a fly with Yeah. Them. And they're, like... And uh, so he's, like, he wants me. I'll go in. You guys all settle. I'll fight like, the psycho. Set, yeah, set up. So he goes in, he's like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm here, do what we gotta do. And he's like, Steve wants to dance. Oh, he wants Steve. to dance the polka. And, yeah. and so he's there. And uh and so uh Ev- Evra and his wife like attack attack him. Yeah. And they're like beating on him and he's like, I'm sorry, I should have been there and so she's like, We're not mad at you, this is all a plan. Like yeah. every all she's like, All the freaks are on board, we're gonna fucking like, kill, kill this bitch. Yeah. But so she's like, just play along. And so she's like yelling at him and like yeah. spitting at him. And Steve was like, good! Like, yes! Good. good! Give it to your hate. Uh, yes! But God, Steve. <laughs> you And Steve's like looking worse. He's uh, like this cracked out, like, he, yeah. hobo man. The hate's getting to oh, him. Oh, yes. Um, and... Uh, then uh, Steve, uh, Darren like goes for a gun. It was like, whoa, whoa, what's happening yeah. here? And he pulls it on Steve, and he's like, "You can't shoot me! It's against the rules!" Ah. Yeah. And so he shoots two in the air, and yeah. that's what everybody like. The riders of Rohan are appearing now. Fifth day in the fifth. They're light. all coming. Everybody's running and like killing each other yeah. and shit. All the freaks have like yeah. unlocked themselves, and they're, like, and they're all coming. going in. And uh, shout out to RV. RV was like. Whoa. I got involved in this well, thing. So RV was like, I was cool with everything, and then you killed the kid. Yeah, I know, yeah. And so, uh, Steve kills him. So, uh, so they're fighting, and they're trying to get to Steve, and Steve's yeah. like knocking stuff out of the oh, you gotta go. Yeah. And so RV like jumps on Steve, and Steve is able to like, he like stabs him in the throat. Yeah. By God, Steve. As RV dies, he looks at his hook claws and goes, my hands. He's like, I can see my, my hands. hands. And then he dies. And you're like, whoa, Steve. Um, and everybody's killing each other. It's fucking everywhere. And uh, and so Darren goes, Steve, we have to fight each other. This is how it ends. Right, we have to end it. We have to end it. And they end up at the end, at this like... Like lakefront, mm-hmm. like you know, like what is like a path by yeah. the lakefront, and they end up there. And uh, so, uh, uh, Darren has been wounded by yeah. Ganon, he's been hit, he's been stabbed, right? He and then he's going to the so he's just he's like, I'm blood loss, we're going down, <laughs> he's maybe. like, I'm throwing 
fucking my noodle arms at him. And, uh, and he actually, so they've been again, they should begin to fight each other. And, you know, Steve was like, this is what it's all been for. Right. Here's where it is. My evil plan. He's like, yeah, you know, all this stuff. And Darren goes, all right. And so he's like, okay. He's like, I'm lying there. And Steve thinks he's won. Mm-hmm. And he's like, how do I get him to, like, continue? And so he then goads on, uh, you, as they're fighting, you discover Mr. Tiny has been watching mm-hmm. them. And he's like, oh, I want to see what happens. Yeah. And uh, he's there. And so Tiny then begins to tell them his grand plan. Yeah. Okay. He's like, oh, he's like, you're winning. And uh, so what he does is he... Uh, Sorry, I'm trying to like get the order yeah, right because a lot happens in yeah. the next few seconds. Um, so so he beats Darren. Yeah. Steve beats Darren, and Steve is like stabbing him in the stomach. Yeah. It's kind of like it has turned into like two K- dudes, yeah, like yeah, fighting is, for a Cain knife. And Abel, yeah. yeah. Um, and as he's like, oh, he's like, it actually helped because the pain from my stomach has dulled the pain that I have from the change. Right. So he's like, I, he gets like a he gets a Mountain Dew burst. Yeah. And stabs Steve in the heart. Um, and is sitting on top of Steve now. And he's driven a heart. And I think in the book, he's like, through his evil furnace There's of a heart. heart. That's a good line. And so Mr. Tiny then shows up. And is like, good! And he's like, oh, <laughs> game. And uh, he shows up with Ivana. And he says that this has all been for you. Mm-hmm. You guys are the sons of destiny. You are my children. Uh, yes. He's like, I concocted this plan. I picked two people that would have children, and they're mine. Yeah. He's like, you guys are my children. And right. everybody's like, whoa. And it's hinted that, like, he kind of just says that. Yeah. You are my sons. Yeah. You are this, which is why the book's called The Sons of Destiny. Destiny. And he was like, I just wanted to see who would win. <laughs> I'm evil. No, literally. He was like, because I think it's hinted that he like helped Hitler. Oh, so not, not a great guy. <laughs> no, he's not. Uh, he tells him that they were both his cre- creations. He created them to ruin the peace that humans, vampires, and the vampanese were coming to. He's like, I didn't like that. He's like, I live for chaos and destruction. Yeah. Upon which I created the title of the Lord of Shadows, and that yeah. will be the title you will both fight for. And I, g- I gave you things. Um, he had to get somebody else to rule for him and tell them what to do because yeah. he was bound by the laws of the universe to not interfere. Right? right? His daughter talked about if I mentioned that about what my visions are, I like basically it's him that they, they at least like the only like the old ones, right? Who come and destroy the world. Um, and so Darren's like, "That's crazy. I don't like any of this. I don't like this at all." And so he's like, "He's like, I have a plan." He's like, I need Steve to be on board. Yeah. But Steve is like, I have a dad. Because he never had a dad. Yeah. He's like, father. <laughs> Papa. And he's like, you're a loser, Steve. I don't want to be hanging out with losers. losers. He's like, Darren won. He's like, you're a bitch. Yeah. That's what you are. And then, <laughs> and then Darren's like, fuck. Okay. He's like, how do I get Steve to like do this with me? Yeah. And he goes, Steve. He's like, you're right. 30 years later, it was all part of the plan. Yeah. Me and Mr. Krepsley hated you. We did this to fuck you over. Oh, yeah. it was all... Like double middle fingers right. in his face, and then Steve goes nah, like does like the, the golem like ah yeah, 
and like then proceeds to stab Darren to death. Yeah. And he's like, ah, fuck you, Darren. And then uh, Desmond, uh, Mr. Tiny, is like, no, what are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, no, he's like, you're ruining everything. There's supposed to be a winner. But yeah, so you're both going to die. Steve's going to, yeah, and yeah. so they die. Yeah. They both die. That's how it ends. No shit, really. No, it is another part. Oh, but, I was uh, like, my God. But that's how that battle ends. Oh, I was like, this the book ends? No, that's, he just like, me and Steve go to get, we just die. We just big. <laughs> And it's him going like, no, I've been foiled. Oh, my God. plan. Um, and so, so basically, you just the, uh, another thing too is that, so Tiny says that he's like, I like, he's like, I put my genetics into your mother, but it wasn't like I had sex with her. Right. He's like, your father never knew. It was just like a genetic concoction. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like the the Batman Beyond thing. Yeah. Where yeah. he's like Bruce Wayne's son, but mm, no spoilers. Um. So. Uh, Darren has been living in the Lake of Souls. He's like, yeah. and he talks about. He's like, I didn't think I'd end up here, but I did some stuff. I guess I go, I go to hell because this is the this is where like souls who can't come to terms with who have guilt yeah. go. And uh, so he stays in the Lake of Souls for a, mille, a several millennium. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's like, <laughs> so so in real life, life has only gone by two years. Yeah, but in his in the realm of the Lake of Souls, it's been millennia. Yeah. And he's like, why? And he's like, you fucked up my plans. Fuck you. <laughs> you stay in there. Yeah, no, literally. That's yeah. what his whole thing was. So he fishes him out. Um, and basically Darren's like, I've just thought about my life. Yeah. Where it all went wrong. Ugh, it's, uh, I don't like that Trapped at all. in my thoughts. And then Ivana comes out and frees him. And uh, so Ivana sh- explains what would happen if we... And so they're walking through this tunnel to get the Mr. Tiny's layer yeah and as they're walking like hands are pushing against like the walls yeah. like kind of like like this rubber yeah and you can see like faces against it and stuff yeah. and she's like these are the things that would be unleashed if we interfered with the laws uh, of the universe oh that's cool and they're known as the monsters of universal chaos <laughs> they're the great old ones basically yeah um they Ivana says that they will be unleashed to the mortal world and torture every mortal being in every time zone and make the suffering in the lake of souls seem like a pleasant beach walk so, don't, like don't want to let them out. No, that's bad. Um, and so at that, when she discovers that he had created them, she was about to fight her dad. Yeah. She's like, no, you idiot, you fuck. And he's like, I was able to like get her. This is how I got around it. Um, they arrive, and you discover that in Mr. Tiny's lair. Uh, I jumped ahead a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let me find it. And we are here. Uh, she tells him, so they're going, so they find out that he has this camera, and Mr. Tiny has this love of art and mm-hmm. music. He likes original works yeah. and stuff like that. And, uh, like, so he has, like, cars that are float, like the Model T. Yeah. And so he actually has the Mona Lisa. Oh, big. And he, she's like, no, this is original. Yeah. And she's like, my, she's like my father. So basically he, like, takes people's souls and yeah. puts them into the little people, and the little people have, like, the talents of Oh, the people in so, the... So, like, the one in, that's in our world yeah. is a copy. Oh, that's Painted cool. by his little people. Cool. Oh, that's actually really clever. And uh, he has composers' brains in jars, and when you touch the jars, mm. they'll play music. Oh, that's That's kind of cool. That is cool. And, uh... But he likes that's what he like he likes like art, right? So he's as all evil monsters, monsters do, do, right? They like art. And she's like, uh, "I'm pregnant. Ivana's pregnant. 
um, she is pregnant with she. I think it was like she can only get pregnant once, mm-hmm. but she's pregnant with twins. Um, each is a third vampire and a third vampanese. Because she told she taught him by Darren killing himself. She was like, "Oh, there is there. You don't have to be bound to fate. You can break out of it." And so she is having children with Vansha mm-hmm. and her his brother Ganon. Oh, okay. To create, the, and she's like, these babies will be equal in all rights, and they will bring the clans together rather than mm-hmm. separate them. Um, she uh, she then tells him, and but so she does. She tells him that she got pregnant as part of an agreement to get him out. Mm-hmm. And so Mister Tiny, uh, his condition is that that she has a child, and now we can let Darren out. Right. Um, but she didn't say about who, so he thought that she would have one, a pure, like, half one. Right. And then he could tinker with it. But he can't. But he doesn't know that she's has twins. Right. Now. So she's like, I'm fucking my dad over too. Um, and so Mr. Tiny tells Darren, like, I'm yeah. bringing you back, and I'm gonna, like... We're gonna turn you into a little person. He's like, "Why am I gonna be a little person?" He's like, "Shut up! Those are your terms." He's like, "He's like mad at him. Yeah, like, don't talk to me. Like, fuck you." And uh, so he drops them into this like Mountain Dew ooze. Like yeah. this is liquid. And essentially, what it does is it breaks down um, his bone. It breaks his bones, melts his flesh, and boils his blood until he is almost nothing. Don't like that. No. And then he creates uh, a little person. That's how yeah. he creates his little people. Is he pulls them from the lake. Yeah. Throws them in. That, and that concoction is their blood. That's why they have like the bright green oh, eyes and stuff. Uh, and so he's like, "You're not gonna last long." And uh, like, and he's like, "I don't have a mouth." And he's like, "Well, I don't need to hear you talk." Yeah. <laughs> and um, he then, Mister Tiny, then kicks Darren through a time window he's created back to the Cirque de Freak, the night that Darren and Steve first went. Oh, and so fun fact he's given so at the beginning I didn't mention this is that so he meets one of the little people yeah at the beginning of the book and it doesn't talk to him mm-hmm. he uh, was that he little, was person little person the whole time and so he's like okay so basically look, by dying this way though he'll go to heaven yeah and so he's like has his little outfit and stuff yeah and he pats his outfit and it's his journals and he's like, oh, I have my journals. Yeah. And it's a gift from Ivana as another way to show, like, hey, this is, like, a way to get around everything. Right. Another way to create another world, so yeah. to speak. Um, he sees... Uh, he sees Darren. He sees himself. Yeah. He go And so he's, like, trying to listen in on Steve. Yeah. And getting ready to steal the, 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 spider. the spider. And so he comes out like, Zah! like yeah. scares him. So Darren runs off. Yeah. Darren never sees Steve have a conversation with Mr. Krebs about being a vampire. Yeah. He never, um, he, basically he stops that timeline. Right. Um, and so Darren will never, he's like, um, he's like, you know what sucks though? <laughs> he's like, even though it's not me. Yeah. Because it happened, the universe will replace me. Me, with so I'll, I'll disappear. I'll cease to be. Yeah, but so the Darren that he's Darren will never be a vampire. Yeah, but some other kid will we'll, become, will go through the same path that he did. Yeah, he's like that kind of sucks. Yeah, but he's like it's not me, and uh, 
And so another thing too is that so uh, Mr. When he's talking about him being his sons, mm-hmm. uh, Tiny talks about he was like I was the voice. Remember how I said that it was yeah, the voice? Yeah, yeah. That was him. The, he was like I was the voice that fed Steve, that kept his paranoia going, going about what happened with Mr. Krebsley yeah. and his friend. He's like I was the voice that kept Steve wondering. He's like I've done, and he talks about like I made Darren. Darren became a prince. Yeah, you became a lord. That's crazy. Like. You know what I mean? That's, right. that's magical. He's like, I did all this good stuff for you. And they're yeah. like, no, you're a monster. You're, you're a psycho. Um, he then takes the objects, so which are his diaries, mm-hmm. uh, and Ivana wrote for him while he was in the Lake of Hell right. um, to Mr. Tall, and he kind of like, so he has no mouth. Right. So he's like trying to communicate. Um, and he says, to, uh, he has his name on them. Yeah. So he goes, oh, I'll publish, I'll send them to the uh, to adult Darren Shan. Yeah. Uh, to be published so the vampires and vampires could read it and stop the war. Uh, little person Darren then goes up onto the roof and his body begins to uh, unravel. Yeah. And he goes to... So the vampires believe if you die an honorable death, you go to paradise. Yeah. So like, they can walk in the sun. And so that's how the book ends is that Darren unravels and goes to heaven. As the book ends. That's a really good story. It is, right? That was that fun. That was really good. It was. Oh, I love this story so much. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. That's really good. That's, That's wild for a young adult. Oh, <laughs> uh... uh, yeah. I think a lot of people said that it was more aimed at kids, like like more teenagers. Yeah, that... That but, makes sense. But it was in, like, an elementary school library. Yeah, no, that's... Yeah, that's really good. Yep. So if you like this story, he has another series of books called Lord Loss. Yeah. Uh, the Demonada series. <laughs> And it is about lycanthropy and uh, chess. Oh yeah, his family. Uh, he has a. It's about a boy who has a. I think his name is something. Lo- De- Darren Loss. Yeah, and his family are uh, murdered by a demon. I think they sold their souls to the demon to be good at chess. I think. As you do. And he must now chess his way out of the devil. Oh, that's fun. So I've never actually read those. But those are pretty gruesome. Yeah, I read the first half of the first book. I was yeah. like, "Ooh, wow, Ooh, we're, we're really doing some things." Because like his like like his parents get like ripped, ripped in half, <laughs> and you're like, "Wow." Um, but yes, that is the story of Darren Shan and uh, his journey from a vampire's assistant to a vampire prince to a son of destiny to a not a savior of the world, but uh, okay, save somebody's yeah. world. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, and I feel like not enough people talk about this series as a whole. Yeah. Like some people said, it is written for a younger audience, so yeah. the, the vocabulary is not that. But I yeah. think it's a, it's a, it's a, just a different spin on everything. Oh, it's a very different... It's very original. Yeah. It's very. It's a very original idea, and there's not... There's not a lot. Not like, of, a, of original, like, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's cool. It's a lot of shout-outs to vampires. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool because, like, Darren, at the beginning... Grows up thinking it's vampires. Yeah. And he knows them and then discovers, oh, no, it's not really like that. Right. So. No, that's a ton of fun. So, yeah, so that was that tale. Thank you all for sticking around. I went through 12 books. Yeah, no, that's amazing. You did a fantastic job. That was job. 12 books. The last one being Sons of Destiny. It was a fantastic job. And like I said, like the foreshadowing, like, because he mentions in like the, like in the second or third book, they call him Destiny. Mr. Destiny. Mr. Destiny. His name's Desmond Tiny. Right. And it's in the title. The title. Oh, goes back. But yeah, no, that was I thought that would be a fun little last spooky Yeah, no, that was great. Spooky Spooktober uh journey. I hope everybody has enjoyed our uh, October stories. Ooh. Um trying to do some new stuff with the spookiness. They were fun. 
Uh, thank you, Zach, for, for Juice for having to listen to me. Hell yeah, no, that was great. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Once again, we are on all social medias for the most part. We are on X and on Threads as well. Uh, every morning, I text Zach a, a tweet. A, send me a tweet, send Zach, me. and I'll, I'll send them out there into the world. Um, of course, if you would like to support, obviously give a, a review and rate. Five stars will move us up the charts. It'll help us get out of the dungeon mm-hmm. that is our lives. <laughs> uh, but, you know, tell your friends. Tell us, that, you know, if you think that we've told a story that you think is really interesting. Hey, you should check out the story. Yeah. That would be super cool. Um, please. <laughs> please. But everybody, thank you all for listening. We're nearing on a thousand listens. That's actually, awesome. I think we're about sixty away. Oh, that's right. Uh, so thank you, everybody. Who's yeah. I know we've been thanking everybody a lot of the past few because we've been kind of jumping a little quicker than I think we thought we would. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys for listening to our passion. Hopefully, that's caught on with a lot of people. Thank you, everybody who's listened and supported us. It means a lot. Everybody's bought a sticker, uh, two dollars. If you are curious and you've seen our sticker posts, we have. Our black logo. Oh, it looks good. For $2. We have our glitter logo for 3 uh, Please DM us if you're interested. And again, we're on Twitter at LoriTimePod. Uh, Instagram at LoriTimePod. And again, Facebook, LoriTimePodcast. Uh, maybe I think we're, I'm getting closer to pulling the trigger on buying a camera or something mm-hmm. like that so we can you can see our faces oh god and then the oh, horror. and then YouTube we're coming for you for coming you, you. <laughs> town new year thank you guys everybody and thank you again Zach for joining us uh, happy Halloween everybody happy Halloween